when I die, I want you to put my ashes in a bowl of Wendy's chili, and I want you to eat it so I can tear that ass up one last time. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dumpster Diving. I'm Nate Hampton, along with my other host, Brandon Barber. Hello, everyone. Say hello, Brandon. And now for our first guest, we got Kobe Evans, which is a childhood friend of ours. (laughs) So today we're going to be. Last week we had a mourning. Uh, We lost somebody very close and dear to our uh, our heart. It was uh, it was Mr. Peanut. So, um, fuck. What was I going to say? God, man, I have to say some shit about Mr. Peanut. I've been having right. nightmares every day since Sunday that the Kool-Aid man was going to come and make everyone come back from the dead with his tears. And that would be the start of the zombie apocalypse. Wow. Oh, uh, okay. Wow. Did, did you, you not see? That's exactly how <laughs> Mr. Peanut got revived. Yeah, I the mean, Kool-Aid I didn't man's see the tears. Bowl, I just knew that he was back. And he was like a little seed. Mm-hmm. The Kool-Aid man cried, and a new Mr. Peanut came out of the grave. Yeah. So all our mourning is now uh, being rejoiced, in my eyes at least. All I know is he's back. I have a question, though. Yeah. All right. Who is Mr. Peanut? It's the planter's peanut guy. Oh. The guy with the monocle who sells other peanuts. Nothing more capitalist than a peanut selling its brothers. Oh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that was his name. I knew of him. Yeah, he's Mr. Peanut. Yeah, he's like the one and only Mr. Peanut. Well, Sounds not like anymore. Now there's two. There's two. Yeah, there's two. The Super Bowl ad, uh, from what I saw, they were at the uh, they were at his funeral. And Wesley Snipes was saying a few words about how Mr. Peanut died saving him. And uh, I just know the Kool-Aid man was there crying along with, uh, what's his name, Mr. Clean? (laughs) Mr. Clean was there, and um, the Kool-Aid guy shed a tear, and it landed uh, landed by his coffin, and it soaked up like a seed from Mr. Mr. Peanut, and now there's a baby Mr. Peanut. All right, so before we start anything, uh, I think that we need to do some house cleaning. Uh, at the at the middle of last week's episode, Logan left because he told a story that no one wanted, that he didn't want anyone to hear. And he left in the middle of the podcast, and at the very end, I said that we didn't know whether he was going to come back or not, and we have confirmation that he is not going to come back. So, uh, Nate, how do you feel about that? It was his decision to to leave, and I just... All I know is I thought it was pretty unprofessional, but me and him, we've, we've talked it out. Everything's fine. There's no, like any kind of drama between me and him or anything like that. But uh, for now, we're just going to probably cycle through guests every once in a while and then just stick to just being uh, just me and Brandon for a, a chunk of the time. Yeah, there's so no that's hard, all I have to say about it. Yeah, there's no hard feelings between, between Logan and us. Uh, anyway, I realized that in 
neither of the previous episodes we had talked about where you can actually find this podcast and there was some 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 decisions that had to be made on whether or not we would put it on YouTube but we have decided that it will be going up and we're also available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and anywhere else that you get your podcasts we are we're going to be posting every Monday morning or every other Monday morning let's see here what else do we have uh, we have a email now so you can write in if you want us to talk about anything or if you have any suggestions on what we could do better or if you want to write something to be said aloud on the show you can do that and that email is dumpsterdivingpodcast at gmail.com and that wraps up our house cleaning nate is there anything else you would want to say um no not anything like on the lines of that um kobe i want you to tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of introduce yourself to uh the audience all right well uh my my name is kobe uh yes k-o-b-e like kobe bryant rest in peace um I've always wanted to be on podcasts, and I greatly, greatly appreciate y'all letting me be the first guest on here. Um, I, yeah, it's no problem. We're we're glad to have you. That's awesome. Uh, I just pretty much do maintenance work. I listen to music religiously, constantly, all the time. Uh, play games when I can, and recently just got back into watching movies. Yeah, I mean that's. I got a pretty foul mouth, so if language disturbs you, be warned. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's about it. So, uh, you wanted to talk about uh, some certain things. So, you have some uh, mm-hmm. some party stories that you wanted to talk about, right? I do, because I'm a firm believer that while you are in high school and college, or pretty much until you're about 40, you need to find a close group of friends, and you need to do some crazy shit. So, absolutely, I love talking about that and hearing other people. So, if anybody's got any party stories, we can talk about that right now. Um, I don't really like besides having like New Year's parties and stuff like that. But I've been like completely like blackout. I don't remember anything. There's just like video evidence of what happened. Oh yeah. That's with me. Like a lot of it is just from shit I've been told the next day. And then yeah. I try to recollect my memories and then put together what I've been told. And that's where these stories are coming from. Yeah. Like I know, uh, this upcoming new year's, I got off work. I had to work until like eight o'clock. So I still had time to, you know, just go and hang out. So I went to my buddies and instantly, as soon as I walk in, they were like shots, shots. And I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> so, um, I downed like three immediately, <clears throat> like back to back. And, uh, Porter was there as well. And it was just, it was a good time, but every once in a while I get a random video sent to me from that night from, uh, Brandon, from people I haven't talked to in years just sending me these videos of me talking to them through uh, like Snapchat or just sending them uh, a video. Snapchat and it's just is like you know, a wonderful and, app for this type of thing. <laughs> yeah, but besides that, besides that, I don't have any other kind of crazy party stories. I like to do push-ups whenever I'm drunk. 
I think that's a weird thing that I do. That, that is pretty interesting. I've never heard of that. How many have you gotten up to? Like push-up wise on uh, when I'm drunk? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. All I know is that I did it. I, I wasn't really counting as I was doing it. I just like, damn, I thought you. someone was would count for you. Does no. it get to the point where you're like sore the next day? No. Yeah. So probably not many at all. No, probably not. <laughs> Man, that's very impressive. I was just doing it because I was like, you know, fuck it, I'm drunk. I'm going to do push-ups. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, that's all I really have for any kind of party stories that I've I've done. I haven't really thrown up. I had a gnarly hangover one night, um, and I was at work. And I was I didn't, I didn't feel anything all day. Like, I felt fine. And I went to the movies with Brandon, and then I got to work. And then it just, like, I guess once I started moving around and working – that something happened and I was just like, Oh, I wanted to throw up. I was so lightheaded. I just wanted to collapse. I was so I have, hungover. Yeah. I have something very similar to that. I don't normally get hangovers and I think that's why I drink so much. But for some reason, this stuff called Jim Bean devil's cut almost killed me. And, uh, I had drank it with Dr. Pepper with some friends and went to work pretty, pretty early the next day. I'd say about nine o'clock and, for a night of drinking that's pretty fucking early and i get there and everything's fine i think i eat like a chicken biscuit or something drink a coffee whatever and about an hour into my shift my asshole just starts flaring up like the gates of hell are just opening <laughs> and for the next seven hours i am in love's truck stop bathroom around multiple other morbidly obese truckers just shitting our brains out and it, oh my god it was it was awful i didn't have a headache or dizzy or none of that it was just constant fire shits all day <laughs> on my ship. to the point they almost sent me home because they're like why the fuck are you going to the bathroom so much and i was like i'm dying and, but by then it was i had like three hours left so they just let me stay and yeah that's about the wow. only time i've ever had a hangover Dude, I had spicy asshole once. Uh, I don't know if that's the name for it. I'm just going to call it spicy asshole. That's that's Uh, a pretty good name for it, I think. Yeah. I mean, I had a spicy shit this morning. You know how, like, whenever you have one of those shits, it kind of, like, carries over and you just, like, your asshole is just, like, steaming. It's like it's just, like, constantly being burned with, like, a blowtorch. Have you ever been so bad you ran your asshole (laughs) under cold water in the shower? No, <laughs> I never thought of doing Dude. that. That's probably why. Dude, you need to do it. I, don't know. I have a, I have a pretty powerful uh, shower head, so I don't know if I would prefer doing that. Pulls it off. I mean, I'm sure, but I don't want it squirting out my fucking ears and shit. <laughs> why? <laughs> why don't you just shove an ice cube up there? Shove an ice cube in my ass. Flying out your ear. Yeah, just just do it. <laughs> so you don't be a fucking ice machine. Uh, <laughs> that's gross. But no, but, besides that, I haven't had any kind of uh, party stories or anything. I mean, I guess we kind of got hella off topic because now we're talking about shit again. Uh, do you have any other uh, party why stories? Why does it always that? come back to shit? Because shit's funny. Well, I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, I guess you're right. For me, I think one of the funnest things about drinking and partying is the morning after, especially if you do get blackout. And that confusion 
is unlike any feeling in the entire world. And for me, I woke up one morning with literal five foot stalks of corn riddled in my truck where I was sleeping. And that, (laughs) yeah, that had to be, I don't know. We, me and a bunch of friends, we, we had went out drinking and at the time I, I was, I was dating a girl who just so happened to be known for losing her virginity in a cornfield. Huh? And, uh, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, not with me, different person. I was about to say, I was like, dude, there's some sketchy fucking shit. Not with me, not with me, but for some reason the story was everyone thought it was me, but no, I didn't do that bullshit. But anyway, why the fuck did you have, why did you have what? corn stalks in your fucking? Why truck? did you have corn stalks then? Oh, we're gonna get did, to that. Did you? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So me, me and a bunch of buddies, we we had uh, went went to one of our buddies' houses, and we wasn't planning on drinking a lot. And I guess that's how a lot of these things start. Um, I think we only had like a twenty-four pack of beer. At some point, more alcohol shows up. And it's pretty much just another case of beer and about six Mad Dog 2020s. And I have never had one of them, nor had interest in drinking one. But I was like, fuck, there was six of us there. So we all took a bottle. I think it's like 350 milliliters or something like that. Well, I'm drinking that Mad Dog 2020 with beer in my hand until the Mad Dog 2020 is gone. And it really didn't seem that strong until about two beers after I had finished the Mad Dog 2020. And I remember it just slamming me right in the face as like I got hit by a truck. And the first thing I remember is shitting in the bathroom with the door open while singing the Star Spangled Banner. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and oddly enough, I had red, white, and blue underwear on. Which probably inspired it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and at some, this person that we were at, he had a zip line, a little makeshift zip line, and I remember trying to go on it and got about three feet and fell off of it. And next thing I know, one of my buddies just tackles me so hard right into a plastic chair. Ended up breaking the chair. I didn't feel nothing. I just got up, grabbed my beer, drank some beer. And that was about the last thing I remember until the next morning. Now we're at the corn. So the friends that I was with and friends that even wasn't there loved to fuck with me that my girlfriend at the time lost her virginity in a cornfield. And, that's, and we were right next to a cornfield. So I had woken up, no shoes or socks, jeans still on in my T-shirt. This was like in May, I think, so it wasn't that hot. Windows down, feet hanging out the window. And I didn't know how I got in my truck, but I leaned up. And when I leaned up, apparently they had figured out how to lay me on top of corn. So when I leaned up, corn just filled my shirt, just went all down in my floorboard everywhere. So I I was pretty pissed, but at the same time, I was still a little drunk. I was fucked up. So I was like, all right, I got to figure out who did this. So I, I, I sit up. Corn's just everywhere, all in my truck. I've never seen anything like it. I lean up, and I go to open my truck door, uh, angrily, I might add, and just door ding the absolute shit of a can-am. 
that was parked right next to my truck. And I remember just looking down at it like, shit, that definitely left a mark. Um, but I squeezed out, threw all the big corn stalks out of my car. And I remember having one in my hand and went in the barn that I knew everyone else was sleeping and nobody was there. Everybody wow. was gone. Yeah. So me... So, so they just ditched you in your truck with a bunch of corn? And a Can-Am parked right next to my door. Yeah. <laughs> Whose fucking car was that? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a Can-Am, like a little, like one of them four-wheeler things. Oh, Apparently fuck. we had been riding it around that oh. night, which I didn't realize until two days later. I thought you said but, trans um, my bad. Yeah, you do. <clears throat> well, I was like, all right, well, no one's here. I'm just going to leave a stalk of corn in the middle of the barn floor. And this isn't like a like a barn that you smoke tobacco in. It's one of those like party barns that you see down here in the south. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Concrete floor and shit like that. Yeah. Well, me and just a really confused haze, I just grabbed a water I got in my truck, I went home, and I just passed out. And then but I didn't find out anything about that night until about two days later. And they come to find out, they're like, yeah, we put you in your truck laying on top of corn and uh, parked the Can-Am next to you, and then we all went in the house and slept. I was like, well, y'all are bitches. Wow. Uh, yeah, that was probably... That was probably the most confused I've ever been on a day after. Is there any time you've like just straight up yacked? Like just constant throw up? Yeah. Those are the best ones. So bad. Because I had acid reflux really bad as growing up as a kid. And um, it kind of went away until I started drinking. And it really is not bad unless I eat right before I drink a lot or mixed liquors and if i do that i don't throw up a lot but when i do throw up it's a lot and um well i'm trying to think about a time in particular i could tell you well here recently new year's you you were talking about new year's um Mm -hmm. me and a couple buddies not nothing nothing crazy we had two bottles of jack a 24 pack of beer and um pineapples that are soaked in Malibu rum and um, we're all just sitting around drinking talking nothing wild and at some point I guess I had just apparently they told me I, I don't remember any of this so I'm gonna, all this is going off other people they had told me that I was just smacking the pineapples like I was just eating one after another and chasing it with shots of whiskey well I do kind of remember this. We were sitting around and um, we were all talk, passing around the bottle of Gentleman Jack that we had and just taking swigs. And they said at some point I just kind of kept it. And I was just taking two or three swigs back to back. And, and uh, which I don't do. If I drink out of the bottle, then something's bad and we're going to have a bad night. Well, my buddy, who was brought his girlfriend with him, she didn't drink, and uh, they ended up going home. Well, at the same time of them going home, I was pretty fine at the time. And um, my buddy, who brought number seven, Jack, started leaving and said, hey, you want another swig? Like, taunting me with it. And I was like, yeah. And I grabbed it, and apparently I had just started chugging it. And I drank like three or four gulps of it. And then they left, and I sat there for about a minute, and then start 
gagging, ran into it's in an apartment and I ran into the kitchen and like just a little bit, kind of a little more than a spit up, just all over the sink. And um, and we thought everything was fine after that. And I can't honestly, I can't remember if I drank anymore if that probably didn't. And um, we'd sit down for a little more. And I think I laid down on my wife, Jordan. And I remember I started spinning really bad. And uh, I was like, fuck, I don't think I'm going to throw up, but I'm going to go to the bathroom anyway. So I get up and I start like a, a normal slow walk to the bathroom. And then by the end of it, it turns into a sprint. And right before I get to the bathroom, it comes up. It hits the wall, and I just fall to my knees right in front of the sink, and I'm looking myself in the mirror as I'm just filling up this sink with hatred. <laughs> and once the sink was full, I was able to slow down for a second and crawl to the toilet where I keep <laughs> the rest of my stomach up. And, uh, and then... Um, from then on, I don't really remember anything else. I do remember a good buddy of mine, Logan Beck. He uh, he had to shower me, I think, multiple times. And my wife, Jordan, <laughs> also showered me. Um, and one thing I do remember about that, number one, this is for anybody out there, if you have a best friend and they won't shower you if you're shit-faced drunk, they're not a good friend. I Brandon, I would not there. shower you if you were shit-faced drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't a very good friend there. Yeah. Dude, he wouldn't I'd spray you out me with if a I was shit-faced drunk. <laughs> well, one thing I remember is I kept telling him to put it on hot water because I was fucking freezing. And this motherfucker kept putting on cold water trying to wake me up and sober me up. And I was getting so fucking pissed. I'd do that shit. Yeah, and I was fucking freezing. Eventually, he turns it on hot water and he just leaves. And I'm just sitting down getting showered on with hot water and that's the last thing I remember until being outside with um, Logan Beck's girlfriend, who's also a pretty good friend of mine. And I remember us being on the back of Aunt, uh, Beck's truck and we were just talking. Everything was fine. I was blacked out at this point. I was going in and out. And uh, I didn't throw up, but I had that really violent dry heave. Yeah. Oh God, I, I hate I those. Kept, yeah, I just kept fucking trying to throw up, and I, I couldn't, and it was hurting so fucking bad. And finally, it gets under control, and I look up, and Beck's girlfriend is gone, and Logan Beck is standing there. Are you okay? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you weren't there a minute ago. And he was like, uh, he said, no, I wasn't, but she told me that you needed help, and I was like, no, I mean, I'm fine. I'm just dying a little bit. And then um, I wake up. Next to my wife on our air mattress that wasn't blowed up after all that. And um, <laughs> I wake up and I sit on the couch until everyone else wakes up. <laughs> that, that was, yeah, that was wild. I, I puke. I don't know. If I'm really hardcore drinking nine times out of ten, I will puke everywhere. What, what right. about what about you, Brandon? You ain't gave any stories. Uh, I don't really have any. But <laughs> Brandon doesn't uh Brandon doesn't like to drink as often as I mean I don't either. I only I only do it whenever like it's an occasion or like if we're hanging out. But yeah. even then it's like I don't I I've, I've never only besides like New Year's some nights with some friends I get really really hammered. 
But uh, besides that, no. Uh, so if you, Brandon, if you drink, you go in like you fucking drink. Yeah, I mean, uh, see, I'm I'm pretty lightweight, so it doesn't take much. Oh, okay. It doesn't take much at all to get me going. Um, yeah, I wish I was a lightweight. I have yet to get drunk with Brandon, but I feel like if we ever started, we probably wouldn't stop, and that'd probably be a good night. <laughs> God, we would have. We'd have to record the whole thing because we're probably going to watch the first Transformers and then maybe uh, Monsters, Inc. Oh, my God. Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc. Drunk would be pretty interesting. It's pretty great. It's interesting even whenever you're not drunk. And that movie is pretty hilarious. The movie's amazing. Um, so, yeah. No, I, I don't. I did, I've never gotten to the point to where I threw up. Um, I've gotten nauseous, especially on New Year's. I got nauseous because uh, this girl came over uh, on New Year's. Oh, God. <laughs> this girl came over on New Year's and I was kind of um, I was I was phasing out. I was I was kind of I was kind of sleeping a little bit <laughs> and Porter was there. And as soon as she walked to the door, I was like, oh, my God, it's it's this girl. <laughs> and um, Porter was like they were all like, dude, she's here. So she came all this way. Just hang with us. We got to do a toast. And I was like, okay. And so I took a big shot of, I took a, I took a Jaeger bomb <laughs> as I just woke up and I was like, time to do it again. <laughs> and that was the only time I actually walked in the bathroom. And I was like, it's coming. It's going to happen. But it didn't. And I kept my composure. And then yeah, I kind of just do that. Nah. And then drive I walked into the, uh, hell, did you No, I had a drive heat from hell, but it just, it didn't come up. That and so hurts. I I walked out of the bathroom and they were like, you throw up? And I was like, nope. And I sat on the couch and Porter was there and he keeps talking to this girl and he keeps saying the same thing to her over and over and over again. So then eventually it pissed me off so much. I looked at him and I said, Porter, just shut the hell up. <laughs> and he, um, he grabbed an air freshener can and this thing is like a girthy can. And he just hurls it at me. This thing is a full thing. It felt like a can of baked beans. It was that heavy. My God. And he hurled it at me, and I blocked it with my elbow, and it cut my elbow up. And he was so pissed until 10 minutes later, whenever we were mixing those uh, Hugs uh, fruit barrels with, uh, with vodka. And they kept telling us because they were giving us the drinks. They were, we were like, "Dude, you didn't put any vodka in this." So then, as soon as they I've would leave, told we would just that jump that up. is really good. It's very good. You don't you don't even taste it. And every time they would like leave the room or something, me and Porter would jump up and dump like half, like just half the whole barrel full of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that was a that was a really good night. That was New Year's. But that's the I only time I got. Story, to throw. I have a story about about somebody. Um, so in, in high school, especially like end of junior, beginning of senior year, I was always known to be, you know, that crazy motherfucker that would always drink way too much and no one could understand how I was still alive. (laughs) And, um, yeah. And this, this person who we're going to call Todd and he'll listen to this. He knows who he is. We're going to call Todd. He, um. He kept saying to me and the people that I would not really party because it was only like four or five of us, but hang out with that he could keep up with me. And um, at that time, I, I was um, 
getting crossroaded. And uh, for, for those of you that don't know, it's smoking weed and drinking at the same time, which is very bad for your health. Don't do that. And um, but he kept saying, "I can keep up with you. I can keep up with you. It don't matter what we're doing. I can keep up with you." And a real good buddy of mine, Andrew Tobit, kept saying, "No, there's no way you can." But he he kept persistent. So we invited him over. He came and Todd started off good. We started drinking beer and graduated to whiskey and then beer with whiskey and he was doing okay. And then finally we go outside and we smoke just a little bit. Not nothing crazy. And next thing I know, he is outside of where we're hanging out, shirt off, telling himself riddles. Oh my god. Nobody Yeah. <laughs> nobody understood. Yeah, like he was the fucking joker outside this place and just telling himself riddles. Just telling himself I think it's riddles. Really funny because we know who Todd is. <laughs> you, you know who Todd. He is. does that whenever he's and, not drunk. Um, yeah, and the, the mom, the mom of our group at the time, who never cut any of us off, even me, who was just known for getting fucked, never cut anybody off. He ended up getting cut off, and um, I kept. Yeah, I kept going, and I had about probably four or five more beers, and. I ended up passing out on the couch, my normal spot. And this is where it gets really interesting. I wake up to the sound of somebody, I don't know who yet, violently dry heaving outside and the occasional <laughs> splatter. And <laughs> I was too I was too shocked to even get up and see who it is and um long and bald Todd walks through the door looks at me the only person that's woke woke up in the house and says i pissed myself (laughs) (laughs) i said i said wait a minute (laughs) i said hold up just give me a minute to wake up and so i just sat there rubbed my eyes and i said all right you just threw up are you okay now? He said, yeah, I'm fine. I said, now repeat what you just said to me. I pissed myself. <laughs> and I just fucking lose it. <laughs> to the point that the, the people next to me are fucking waking up. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, you fucking pissed it. And he's like, I pissed myself. And yeah. And he he never, Todd never came back and partied with us after that. Again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Todd gets really angry yeah, yeah. when it comes to bowel movements he can't control. <laughs> well, his reasoning was is that he was drunk, so he had to pee, right? That's reasonable. But the marijuana was making it where he couldn't get up. And I was like... <laughs> he paralyzed. Was like, he just missed himself paralyzed. <laughs> so I was, like, well, I was like, well, number one, you didn't smoke that much. And number two, I've never heard of anybody being paralyzed. He's like, yeah, well, now you have. Was he doing and, acid instead of weed? <laughs> like, and, if he did, I didn't know about it. But <laughs> it, it, it was wild. It, oh, by the way, uh, he passed out on the floor. So I guess that is a good thing since he did piss himself. Is He didn't fucking piss on a couch Wait, or he passed like out that, on the but, floor? In the floor, not only that, but 
he was pet. So you know, like the really old Dracula movies where they're just <laughs> laying stiff as a board with their hands across their chest. <laughs> That's how he was laying. And so he had to just wake up and be like, "Shit, I gotta piss." Oh fuck, I can't move. <laughs> the, the fact that he was awake while it happened just makes it a hundred times better. <laughs> I mean, that's just what I'm assuming happened. And not only that, like, he had to do it. For me, me thinking about it, he had to do it and was like, I'm fine with this. And then go back to sleep in his own piss. <laughs> the warmth was like I wanted Todd. I wanted. It I was wanted, comforting. I wanted Todd to come and. I've wanted Todd to come and party like that with us again. And he never has. And it's understandable. Come on, Todd. Let's go party. We need to get we need to get Todd together and party. We've been um, trying to get Todd together so, to party for a while. Yeah. Um. So Kobe, what's uh? I guess it's time for our favorite segment of the show, uh, shit stories. <laughs> so we're gonna cover we're gonna cover your shit story. Do you have? Do you have like how many shit stories do you have? Well, when you texted me, you told me. Specifically, like when you shit yourself. Yeah, I don't think it I'm has to be whenever you shit yourself, but yeah, I, I said have anything involving that, shit. Yeah, well, I, already, I guess I already kind of told one earlier. Yeah, um, but really, there's only one time I can think where I truly shit myself, and I can't even remember it fully. I was like five or six years old, and I don't remember how it happened. I just remember I was wearing white underwear. And I don't know, I don't know if I was sick or something, but I remember farting and being like, well, that don't feel right. <laughs> and then in the middle of the fucking living room, just pulling my pants down and they're just being a little penny size, no, really like a quarter size shit stain. And I had parents that, you know, I knew wasn't going to be okay with that and I was like, well, I guess I got to fucking tell him. Like, what do you so even mom, do at that point if like, you're a mom. kid? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what to do. Um, so I went to my mom and I was like, hey, mom, I'm pretty sure I said I, I pooped myself or something. She's like, well, come on. And then we went and we she filled up the bathtub and I got naked and I just fucking sat down in the bathtub and she just left me in the bathtub for as a little kid what seemed like hours just sitting there soaking and <laughs> yeah that's pretty much the only time i can think i remember we threw away that pair of underwear shorts and i'm pretty sure my socks for some reason even though i know it didn't get on my socks but i'm pretty sure she threw away the socks too hmm, um, they were tainted yeah. i guess if you, if you had the socks beans. you would want to do it again <laughs> it was no socks. The socks caused it. Yeah, some magical shitty socks. Dude, your mom was so much nicer. Like mine was like was not nearly a quarter size stain. Well, it was a whole ass pocket of shit. So but I didn't um, have that problem. <laughs> yeah, your mom was significantly more nice. Mine was. I remember being overly pissed that I shit myself in a cornfield. So where well, is like? like I, said, I don't really. Re- go ahead. Like I said, I don't really remember it fully, so... I mean, she could have just completely went off on me, but I just remember being left in the bathtub to soak in my shit. And 
rethink my life as a six year old. <laughs> yeah. It's a life changing moment. It is. It's, uh, I guess so, man. So, like, where? Learn not to do it again. Where's the craziest? Where's the worst place that you've just blown up a toilet? Oh my god. <laughs> Oh wow, there's been a lot because I did construction for a little while, so places oh, God. are very limited. Yeah. Um, fuck, man, that's a that's a good question. Honestly, probably pretty recently. Um, there was a time I was at my my wife's house, and we had gone and eaten somewhere with her family, and I had gotten some spicy like I usually do, and we had gotten back. And I fucking like, I was gonna try to hold it until we went home, but we just we kept staying there and kept staying there, and I was like, "Fuck, this is I gotta go." So I just went. I didn't think nothing of it. I was like, "These all spam will take care of it. Everything's fine." Um, so I get done and everything, and like you earlier Nate, you were saying it was a fucking spicy shit. So I was in there for a little <laughs> bit, and um, I remember I came out, and I thought everything was fine. I mean, my butthole was stinging a little bit, and I was sitting weird, but. I thought everything was fine. Next thing I know, my sister-in-law comes in there and she's like, what the <laughs> fuck is that smell? <laughs> I was like, well, shit. And, um, and I was like, well, I took a shit. And she was like, what did you eat? I was like, well, you saw what I ate. And she was like, here. And she just handed me this giant ass can of Lysol. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know, this ain't air freshener, right? She's like, yeah. So she handed me Lysol, and I just go in there, and I fucking just unleash that. What did, what did she want you to do? Up. Clean the toilet? No, she wanted you to clean the air, because your shit has infected the oxygen. The Lysol's <laughs> I in the toilet. I mean, the Lysol's not exactly for breeze. No. No. Um, I have a shit story. All right. I didn't tell you this, Brandon. I didn't tell you this, because this was the other day at work. Ooh, a new shit story. This is a new shit story. I... I try not to shit at work because I work at a restaurant and I just feel like, I don't know, but I don't, I don't, I don't shit unless I have to shit. So I went, I went to the bathroom and the bathroom is weirdly enough, really close to like, it's in the dining area. And this is like a, this is a, this is a pizza and pub. Yeah. So the bathroom is literally in like the main dining area. So I walk in there's nobody in the in the restaurant, so I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna go shit really quick and get it over with because it's like it's peaking, it's like fucking already halfway out my ass crack. So I'm like, I just gotta shit right Those now. Those are the scariest things ever. Yeah, because like it's it's fucking mental timers in your head beeping, and you're like, I gotta go. Oh my god, I had so, one of those today, and I just <clears throat> someone was in the bathroom, so I just had to that right up right back up my asshole. <laughs> Just like, just cover your nostrils and just cover your nostrils and just try to breathe in through your colon. Um, so I go to the bathroom and nobody's in the dining hall. So I'm like, all right, cool. This is fine. And, um, so I just sit down and just, holy fuck. It makes like, it just, it just sounds like my ass cheeks were (laughs) clapping by the sheer force of everything that was coming out. And I was just like, oh my God. And then when I got done, you know how it's, you know, it's really bad when you get done, you do a collective sigh. And And so I'm like, I got a wipe. So I look to see if there's toilet paper and there is, there's toilet paper. So that's good. 
I was saved. I was saved. There's toilet paper. And so I also, uh, there was a Febreze can next to it. And I was like fucking legendary. So I'm spraying that Febreze and wiping my ass. And I wipe my ass clean. And then as I'm wiping it, somebody knocks on the door and somebody just knocks on the door. And you don't know what to say. Nobody really knows the uh, like what the actual thing to say is whenever somebody knocks on the door to a bathroom and you're shitting. I don't what, like, what do you yell? Yeah, I just yeah, sit see, there in <laughs> silence. <laughs> see, that's what I yeah. would do. But then it wouldn't be as bad because that's normally what I do. And then they just walk away. But no, mm-hmm. this person just knocked again. Oh and I was God. like, what do I say? Do I say I'm in here? But that sounds weird because you're not supposed to know who I am. So do I just yell yeah. occupied? So I yelled, I was like, I was like, Aki here. You yelled what? I yelled Aki here. here? (laughs) Because I wasn't thinking. And and all you hear is, it's a kid. The kid's like, what? (laughs) And so I just ignored him and I finished wiping and I washed my hands and I opened the door and the kid's still there waiting and he's fucking doing a pee dance. And he jumps in, and then the parents were like, we're so sorry. And then I, then as soon as the door shuts, I hear the kid just do the, the dry heave from hell. He was like, <laughs> just, <laughs> I was like, what in the hell? And he smelled then, it. And they just like. He <laughs> walked the into the bathroom and just threw up over the smell of your shit. <laughs> but you, the parents you scarred that being, kid from using public bathrooms. <laughs> yeah, they they went from being oh I'm so sorry about that. They heard him dry heave and then it went straight to like fear. They were scared <laughs> their kid was dying in that, <laughs> that that restroom. And then it was just like weird because then I just walked past them and then they saw me walking back to the kitchen and I was like oh my god. <laughs> they know I just took a shit and now I have to make food. You have to make their food most likely. <laughs> yeah, I probably did. but that's my most recent shit story and that's all i gotta say about it okay i have that you said something about public bath me and my wife jordan and uh preston and his girlfriend all went to the legendary mckay's and um (laughs) and as i'm sure y'all been to mckay's yeah um y'all know they don't have the you know the most cleanest or greatest bathrooms and well, I go in there and I, I'm like, I'm going to just wait. I'm not going to shit here because I know it's probably going to be bad. And I get to the point, I'm just like, all right, I can't wait. So after walking around the whole store trying to find the bathroom, I finally find it. Almost walking to the women's room, by the way. I didn't, thank God. Um, that would have been really I, interesting. I go in there and I go, I don't know if this is shitty. Please tell me it's not. But I always go for the handicapped bathroom just because I feel like I have more space to breathe. And I don't feel claustrophobic while I'm trying to push Satan out of my ass. <laughs> So, um, I I want to comment. <laughs> I want to comment. What's up? What's up? Why do you Why do you need like I because I, I specifically avoid that because I'm always scared like a wheelchair is just gonna wheel in while I'm fucking shitting in the handicap stall. For me, like sometimes I gotta sprawl my legs out, man. Like I just gotta I gotta spread them for there to be enough room for it to fucking come out. And, yeah. Um, so I just I my I just automatically go for those if it's open. Okay. That probably makes me an asshole. And I'm probably going to hell for that, but it is what it is. <laughs> Maybe. And, um, well, I had the shit so bad that I just, you know, it was one of those you just sat down, pretty normal shit. I just shit. Well, those weird, I don't like them. 
but the weird things that public bathrooms have where it's supposed to be two giant rolls of toilet paper in them, I go to reach for that and I didn't see any. So oh I was like, God. wait a minute. It's probably just it's probably just stuck up in there, right? So I started no. reaching my hand up in there trying to find some toilet paper. There's no goddamn toilet paper. So I'm like, fuck. And I, I knew, like every now and then, maybe just me, but every now and then you'll have those shits where it doesn't leave anything. But this is one of those that I know there's shit there. So I'm like, ah, fuck. <laughs> At the same time of me doing this, trying to find toilet paper, there's a dad and his kid in the fucking next door stall, in the little one. Oh my God. Like, oh, damn it. So I, I just sit there. My phone's dead. So I sit there and I just wait until they're gone. And I'm praying to God that I can make it from this handicapped bathroom <laughs> to, the, to the handicapped stall to the little stall next door without anybody else walking in. So why finally, didn't you just like? Why didn't you just bother the little homie for some toilet paper? I couldn't, man. It was one of those things like you don't know what to say in that situation, man. So just I'm, be like, hey, I need some toilet paper. <laughs> dude. Oh my God! Can you anyway. imagine just sitting there with shit dripping off of your ass and being like, hey, man? Oh my god. Can I have some toilet paper? <laughs> and you know that bathroom's got a stink yeah. from that. And they're just yeah, yeah, for sure. So this little kid finally gets done washing his hands. I've never seen anyone take so long washing their hands. But he finally leaves and I'm thinking, "All right, I got like a 2 second window." So I fucking just leave my pants around my ankles, bend over <laughs> like the hunchback in Notre Dame and just wobble out the door into the next stall. And I sit down and thank fucking Christ there was toilet paper in there. And I, I take care of it and uh, I walk back to the car because they're waiting on me. And that was the end of that story. This was about a month ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It was, I was scared. I was really scared. Um, okay. So, so, so speaking of handicap stalls, I have a, a story like that too. So, so, like, a few years ago, I used to get really grossed out whenever I took a shit. And and I used to go for the for the handicapped stalls, too. But after this one, just, I just couldn't ever again. So, I was sitting there, right? And I knew I, got, I, knew I had to go. I was prairie dogging. <laughs> so, I, I sit down. I let it go. And the smell gets to me, and I start dry heaving from it. And, and I just see, I just see these wheels outside of the stall, just, just sitting there. And I'm like, oh shit. Cause like at this point, you know exactly what, what, what's happening. Some poor handicapped guys got to take mm-hmm. a shit and you're sitting there dry heaving in the, in the stall because you're grossed out by your own shit. And hmm. you know, so like, what'd you do? Did you bolt out no. as soon as you were done, or did you just? Boy, do you know how hard it is to wipe whenever you're, whenever you're dry heaving? It's basically impossible. Honestly, I thought. Honestly, I thought you were gonna say, "Do you know how hard it is to walk in front of a guy in a wheelchair?" <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's what I thought you were gonna say. You just feel like you're constantly flexing. <laughs> no, I was I was just sitting there in this stall trying to trying to wipe my ass and just dry heaving for like ten minutes while this poor handicapped guy is just sitting there listening to me. 
<laughs> he probably thought you were retarded. Probably. The and then the handicap <laughs> Then I just walk out and he gives me this dirty look and goes in the bathroom and goes in the handicap stall and I'm just like do I bolt it out of the bathroom or do I just sit here while this guy is scowling in the handicap stall and wash my hands? You always wash your yeah, hands. That's what I did. He, and that guy was like, he's, boy. He's probably making a voodoo stall of you right <laughs> he now. He probably was. Yeah, you're lucky he didn't you're lucky he didn't jump out that chair and start crawling with you towards you. <laughs> oh my god! He crawled under the I door. Left out the, I left <laughs> out the best part. While I was sitting there trying to wipe, he was just like, "Oh my god!" And it was like this older yeah. guy. So, god, I've oh, never wow. felt so judged in my life. You would not. <laughs> <laughs> Professor X had to shit, and you weren't letting it happen. <laughs> That's funny. Poor wow. guy. Never using the handicap stall I mean, public, ever again. Public bathrooms are funny. Uh, like when me and my dad, we were heading to Chicago. We were driving up there, and we stopped at this McDonald's. And I oh, knew he had to shit. He was like, he was like, oh, I got to shit. Is this story. And this is like, so he pulls over into this McDonald's in Indianapolis, and we get out because I'm like, oh yeah, I got to pee. So we get out, and he's been chugging like these uh, Starbucks caffeine shots. Oh yeah. He's been chugging those, driving, and he goes in the stall. And for some odd reason, this public bathroom is so packed right now that as soon as we walk in, he does this thing. I don't know what he was trying to do, or maybe he was trying to get some laughs at somebody. I guess just me because I was dying as it was happening. He goes and he sits on the he sits in the toilet and just starts moaning as he's shitting. Wait, why were you <laughs> in there with him? I wasn't in the stall with him. I was pissing. No, I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Maybe I missed that. My bad. My bad. Uh, I mean, I didn't. Questions. No, I wasn't in the stall with my dad while he was moaning, shitting. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. But no, this uh, there's this old guy in here who just kept looking at the stall as he was moaning, and he was he was being really fucking loud, moaning too. Like he was almost like as he was shitting, <laughs> and um, yeah. So something about my dad and like my uncle does it too. Uh, we, me and my uncle went to this bathroom in Target, and uh, I think he had to shit too. But uh, he went shit, and some guy came in there too, and he had been on the toilet for a long ass time. The guy that came in, and so I was washing my hands, and my uncle gets out, and he washes his hands, and he just looks at me. He goes, "You want to see something funny?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." We open the door. I walk out first. He looks at the dude in the stall turns the light off and just shuts the door. And all you hear as he's shutting the door is that guy starts screaming <laughs> and he just slams it. <laughs> and this is at a target when we were coming back from Chicago. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> dude, and the, the light switch just by the door and he's on like the other side of the bathroom. This dude has to feel his way out of that bathroom and turn the light back on. <laughs> God. And so we just took it out. That's all I got to say about public bathrooms, man. All right, uh, Kobe, you said that you that up? you listen to music religiously. What what would you say would be like your top music of 2019? Like albums, songs, artists. Uh, let's know. go. Let's go. Albums and then songs. 
Okay, cool. All right, so you want to just go everyone's three and then two, one so far? Um, do it like sure. That. Yeah, sure. I mean, right. I didn't. I didn't really make a list for this because I didn't. I'm, I didn't get too into music this year as I normally would. Well, how so about kind of just like if you have the same options? How about you go through your your top like ever? That's top cool. Yeah, that's John. albums ever. I mean, I'll go over new artists. I'll go over new artists that I discovered within 2019 and 2020. Yeah, that that works. That's chill with me. Alright, so I, I will give you, I can't do ever, but I can give you my top three albums of 2019, and then I can do that artist yeah. as well. Because um, I discovered a whole lot. Oh, me um, too. My third favorite album, my first two are bands that I've never listened to, ever. One of them I didn't even like, and that's my third one of Mice and Men with their album, uh, Earth and Sky. Um their album before Earth and Sky War Zone, they had a guy by the name of Austin Charlie, who was their lead singer, and they got rid of him. I think he left for a vocal cord reason or something. And this, um, I think his name's Oliver North, uh, joined the band as their vocalist. And I don't know if y'all listen to metal or anything, but his voice, his scream is just, it sets the band apart from just about any other metalcore bands right now and uh that really earth and sky and i honestly think that even if you don't like metal i think you'll like this album because there's a little bit of that really raw heavy screaming on it and then there's a little bit of melodic almost poppy sounding rock to it and um that was definitely my third my second is by a band who i was really surprised that i would like and how many people like them and that's uh i prevail they released Trauma back in 2019 of last year, and um, it's just they kind of always done covers like rock covers of pop artists and a little bit techno stuff. And but they released Trauma, and it is one of the just heaviest and emotional metal albums I've ever heard in my life. And um, my first one is Disguised by Motionless and White. And this album came out, I think, in June or July. And um, I kept, there were so many more albums to be announced. I mean, Slipknot released an album after that. Korn released an album after that. And I'm thinking, someone's going to beat Motionless and White. And I kept putting it off and kept putting it off. And then last week of December, I listened to all these new albums back to back. And just nobody comes close to Motionless and White. Uh, I don't know if y'all listen to them, but they, they come. They used to sound like a really emo, just scream for the sake of screaming, and you can hear how much they've matured off their new album. And I still listen to that out album in its entirety, probably once a month since then. I love listening to artists <clears throat> from their first album and going through what they're doing mm-hmm. now and seeing how much they, they've improved. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the go ahead. The audio quality of it, and just the actual musicianship, their voice, and everything—you can hear how much they've changed from whenever they started to now. All right. Uh, I guess I guess I'll go through my three now. Uh, my third one is uh, by an al- by an artist that I had never even heard of before this year. It's Little Brother. 
It's a rap album. It's called May the Lord Watch. Uh, I've listened to, God, dozens of new albums this year. And this one just hits different. Their last stuff was from like 2000. And, and now they come back with a lot more mature topics. Um, going through like aging and they're in their 40s and they're talking about stuff that's changed since they've last recorded and stuff. It's really good. It's a really good album. Uh, my second one is one that I had started listening to at the beginning of the year, actually. It's called Morbid Stuff. It's by another band that I had never heard of before this year, Pup. P-U-P. And this is one that I found from someone recommending it to me on Twitter, actually. And, God, this... I was going through my my replay from this year, and this was number one. Every single song was in my top ten. It was just wow. this album all the way down. And it's... It's really good. I don't I don't even know. It's like alternative but also hard rock. It's it's really interesting. I've never heard anything like, like it. Like a Green Day style? Uh mm, not really. It's I don't know. It's not Green Day. I've never heard anything like it. Wait, what did what'd you say? Did, are you talking about the newest Green Day album? No, 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 no. We don't talk about that, Nate. Hey, I think that's releasing this Friday. Okay, that's what I thought you said. I was like, dude, I'm about to pop off. I'm about to pop off about how they're butchering that shit. God, it sounds so terrible. I haven't liked anything from Green Day since American Idiot, personally, but it's just me. I liked, I liked their stuff from Revolution Radio. I thought that was really good. Yeah, that was 2016, I think. I just can't get it into them as much as I can yeah. the American Idiot album. I don't know if they'll ever top American Idiot. I don't think that they will. It's. I don't think it's possible. Yeah. I mean, I think that 21st Century Breakdown definitely was really good. I think Revolution Radio got close, but honestly, the new shit that they're cracking out now, they said like they're redefining rock and roll. And I hate saying this about a band that I actually enjoy, but they're they're going backwards rather than forwards. They're not redefining anything. It just seems like they're they're just kind of like just BSing through it. And it sounds like just the same generic shit. And this is a punk rock band where you're not supposed to be the same generic shit. I think Bring so, the Horizon is doing the exact same it's thing. Not even, it's mm. not even that it's really bad. Like, I heard it from on the radio at, on the way to work the other day. And I was like, damn, who is this? It sounds sounds pretty good. And then I was like, oh, that's Green Day. God, this is such shit. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I don't know. Like, I think the only one out of the album that they've released so far, they've only released like three singles. The uh, the first song, and that's that's about, what is the first song even called? Um, I haven't been keeping up with them. I don't know. I don't remember. See, and you can't even remember it either. Brandon. I know. It's just like that's the best. It's terrible. One, and I can't even remember the name. Here, one second. <laughs> one second. I'm pulling it up. The first one's called Father of All. 
There it is. Okay. And then the second one was for like a hockey thing, like a NHL event that they released. Yeah, I don't. And I'm I'm pretty usually, sure it's called. Usually, if like, bands do that, they don't even put it on an album. They just make it and they release it as a single. Mm-hmm. It's called Fire Ready Aim, yeah, that, by the way. Yeah, I just. <sighs> It just seems like they're doing it as like a kind of, I don't want to say a cash grab because it seems like they're putting effort into it and saying that they're redefining rock and roll is a bold statement. It's just, I don't want them to fall on their ass and look stupid. They're going to fall on their ass. It's This time, I think it might be worse than Uno Dos Trey. It's bad. Oh I mean, God, Nate, uh, pop off about Oh Yeah. Oh yeah, is the worst shit I've ever heard. <laughs> I cannot stand, dude. I like I I remember like seeing it on Instagram. And they're like New Green Day out, and I was like, oh yeah, let's check it out. And then I heard it, and I was like, what in the fuck is this? <laughs> like, the thing has it has no um, it has. There's not a single I'm guitar in it at all. The chorus is. It's the most generic song you'll ever fucking hear. God, I'm pretty sure that's the one you heard on the radio. Yeah, it is. It sounds like some pop shit. And like, I don't mean that in a bad way because I like a lot of pop music. I don't think that if you're a punk rock band and they want to be, they want to say, like, oh, we're not a pop punk band, but you sure as hell sound like pop punk. You sound, you're on the fucking new Fallout Boy album level status on that shit. Yeah, I would agree. It's like, it's just, it's frustrating. Well, in their defense, when you release something as great as American Idiot, it's really hard to ever make anything to even come close to that. See, I mean, but, lots I mean, of bands have done something like that's that. That's not even the point. They've released they've released two good albums since since um since American Idiot. They've released uh, Rev- Revolution Radio and Twenty First Century Breakdown. Both are really good. And then and then they release. What the fuck is this album even called? Father of All? And they put a drunk unicorn on it? I mean, just look at the album art for this shit. It just rips off. It's it's literally the American Idiot logo with a fucking unicorn on it and spray paint. It's the most ridiculous shit that I've ever seen. If you go through if you go through their album arts, it's it looks totally different than anything they've ever put out before. It's ridiculous. And here's here's something I gotta say. I gotta say, I'm all for bands changing the way they sound. Yeah, I I'm know. totally for Me that. Too. Queen did that. Paramore did that. Paramore did that, and they still fucking bop. It's stuff like that that I'm, I'm fine with. If you have good changes yeah. and it works, then great. But when you're just you do that and you try to redefine one of your greatest legacies. And put this, you're about to put this shit album out. I don't know if the whole album's gonna be shit. I've only heard the first three songs. And oh yeah is like some of the most generic shit. Literally, the chorus is them saying oh yeah like three times. You, and then I, how long is the song even? I think it's like maybe it's three minutes I long. Say it's a minute 30. It's, it's 30, three it's minutes, three minutes long. long of oh yes. Yes. It's so Ugh. bad. You know, this is gonna be coming out on Monday. We're recording this on Wednesday, so it comes out on Friday, so we could totally just be completely talking out of our ass right now and be proven wrong, <laughs> but... We're going to get blindsided. Those three singles aren't even going to be on it. God. <laughs> it's actually just not that at all. It's just something completely different. Yeah, they, they, just, like even, they just kill this album and release even, a new one. Psych. 
<clears throat> yeah, even when he was perform, they performed at the video game awards, and I remember we were watching that on YouTube mm-hmm. live, and we were as soon as they announced it, they played "Father of All," the the first the first single, and Billy just starts screaming in it randomly, and it sounds horrible, <laughs> and I'm just like, dude. And then they played uh, what was it? Welcome to Paradise, and they were like, we're teasing remember. a new game, and they showed. They played Welcome to Paradise, and they were trying to tease for a new game that it said, and it showed a bunch of skateboards. So we're like, "Oh my god, Skate Four, Skate four. And Then it's like, it's fucking, uh, what is it? It's like that 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 Beat Saber. It was it was a Green Day pack for Beat Saber. What? <laughs> <laughs> so what the fuck? they're they're not really on my uh, my top list at this moment. God, um, you know, you know, whenever. I bought the the Hella Mega Tour tickets because Green Day is Green Day is one of my favorite bands. They're in my top three, so I I got them and I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to see Green Day. And then they released Father of All, and I was like, God, do I really want to see Green Day? <laughs> yeah, but do you want to see Green Day, Weezer, and Fallout Boy? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I almost bought tickets to that strictly for Fallout Boy. Cause I, don't, yeah. I mean, I know a little bit of Weezer, and I like what I know, but and then I know Green Day's falling off a lot, but I fucking love Fallout Boy. Green but Day is Green Day is amazing. There's a lot of other shows that really. Yeah, I went once before. We want to talk about someone that's good live. Do y'all? I'm sure y'all do. Do y'all listen to a day to remember? Uh, listen I've to listened some. to. Yeah, I've listened to it some. Yeah, well, they kind of they kind of went away for a little while. And then they came back, and they're actually coming to Nashville twice this year. Um, once with Slipknot, and once for their own headline. Um, but we went to me and my wife. We went to see them. I don't remember what month it was, but they were here with I Prevail and Beartooth. That was quite possibly the greatest show I've ever seen. Just the energy that they are able to do live is insane, and I've. I've been to a lot of different live shows and a day to remember is just, it's something really special. And I definitely encourage y'all to go see it. If y'all get the chance, you know, I had the, I had the same experience, but not with, not with a day to, to remember, uh, back in, back in 2016, I think, I don't know. Uh, I went to, I went to Atlanta with, with our buddy Preston to go see the killers and oh my god, that show is the best show I've ever been to live. Preston Preston tells me about that show a lot. It's, it was ridiculous. I'm they're releasing a new album sometime soon, and I I didn't even like their last album, but they have so many so many hits over the years, and um, their their second album, Samstown, is my favorite album of all time, hands down, no contest. Um. Yeah, I'm just excited for them to release new shit so I can buy more tickets to their show. I've been intentionally not buying tickets to concerts this year so that I could get good tickets to to go see the Killers again. Like I, I listen to everything, mm-hmm. but most of what I listen to is kind of the metalcore, hard rock type genre. And 2019 and 2020 is already shaping up to be a huge year for that genre. Like, um. I saw Beartooth. I've seen Beartooth 
three times in the past year. They're currently my favorite band. They're another crazy good live show. I definitely recommend them. And uh, I don't know if y'all like Slipknot or not, but Slipknot just announced a giant tour, and they're going to be in Nashville in June. I actually just requested the day after the concert off today <laughs> because I know how fucked up I'm going to be after that show. So Another one, another great one I've seen live was uh, Shinedown. I saw them at Ryman. Shinedown is so good. Yeah, they are. I saw them at Ryman Auditorium the last time they were here. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. It was ridiculous. Uh, That was an unplugged session, wasn't it? No. Wasn't that acoustic? Well, they they played two shows. They only played half of their hits for the first show, and then they played some more obscure stuff. And then for the second one, they they, uh, played it. They played the rest of their hits. I'm not, I didn't, I only went okay. to the first one. I tried to get tickets to the second one, but I couldn't. So I don't, I missed, I missed both shows to that. I, I didn't have the money at the time. And those were some really, yeah, they tickets, were. If I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah. After, after they I, went off of general on sale, the resale prices for those just skyrocketed. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Same thing happened with tool. Um, and I'm pretty sure tools already came to Nashville. I listened to Tool's week, new well. album. It's pretty good. Uh, Tool's new album's good. It's not an enema good. Though. No, it's not. But it's pretty good. But go, yeah, go it's more than I thought. Them, though, I it's better them. than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I saw them in Shinedown in 2016 at Ascend Amphitheater with um, who the fuck were they with? I don't even remember because they were so damn good. Hailstorm. Oh my god. I would kill to go to a Hailstorm show. I love Hailstorm. I've seen Hailstorm three times live. Holy shit. I've seen Shinedown twice live. I've only seen them once uh, live. Shinedown live, like their Ascend show was great. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It it was insane. But when they were the. um, They were the supporting act for the Five Finger Death Punch 2018 tour. Um, that was unlike anything I've ever seen. I still watch videos from that concert to this day. Uh, he came out. I don't know. Y'all been to Bridgestone? I'm sure. Yeah. Bridgestone's got that. Every, if they want to, they can put that um, platform out in the middle of the general admission. Yeah. And they'll walk through the crowd to get to it. Well, he did that, and he went out in the middle of the floor, and it was just him and their guitarist, and they shut off all the lights, just lights from the flashlight, and just sang Simple Man. Just real simple. God. No lights, no anything special. Just sang Simple Man, and I get chills talking about that. That Shinedown Live is in my top five favorite live performers, for sure. Um, I definitely agree with you on that. You know, we were we were talking about, you, know, you mentioned unplugged sessions. Uh, the only the mm-hmm. only unplugged session I've ever been to was was Breaking Benjamin back in like 2017, and was that 2017? I thought that was 2015. God, I don't even remember at this point. It was at the Ryman. It was at was Ryman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the funniest thing about that show is in the middle of it, they just they were all getting drunk, except for him because he's mm-hmm. like sober, you know, and yeah, and he kept talking about fucking going out and eating. <laughs> after after the yeah. show, 
I remember that, dude. That was fucking great. That was one of my first concerts. In the middle of it, they just, like, forgot they were doing an unplugged show and started playing the acoustics as if they were electric. (laughs) It was such an interesting (laughs) sound. They played a great show, though. Did you know? Yeah, that was a that was a that that show is what got me into going to live shows. And since then, I've been to I don't know probably over twenty live shows since then. Yeah, but uh, I don't know if you know or not, but Slipknot's guitarist and bassist were there on stage. Really? Yes, they are not Slipknot. Corn. Uh, oh yeah, Brian yeah, Welch I remember and, that. Yeah, <laughs> Brian Head Welch and Fieldy just kind of poked their head out and the fucking crowd went wild if they saw mm-hmm. that i remember that that was a great show i think about that very often yeah it was and then i saw them again at maybe i'm getting maybe that's oh i saw them again wait, wait about a year after with red oh okay different show at, okay yeah i saw them again with red at war memorial and they were having a lot of technical sound issues Ooh. then but they did do a metal cover of the Star Wars Sith. Uh, what's it like? Theme that song, I guess they can call it. The Imperial uh, March. Yeah, the Imperial March. They did a, a metal cover of that, and that was fucking crazy. That was really good. They lit the whole place up in red, and they did, did a metal cover of that, and that was really good. And they also did a cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit. That sounds awesome. Uh, the only other time that I've seen Breaking Benjamin was at my my favorite um God, what is it called? It's my favorite venue in Nashville. It's um Marathon Music Works, that's it. God. That's your favorite? Yeah. That's one of my least Really? Favorite. I don't know. Every yeah. show that I've been to Maybe there has been amazing. I've gotten like right in the front. Mm-hmm. I went to the Chevelle one at marathon um at december 16th mm-hmm. i think it was right at the end of december it was my last show of 2019 and uh we actually had to leave like three or four songs early mm-hmm. because the my aunt and uncle we were with them and uh this guy kept trying to fight my uncle <laughs> and it, it got so bad that my my wife i always told my wife she's never been to concerts before we got together and i always told her if she ever feels uncomfortable will leave just let me know and it got to the point that she just didn't feel comfortable being there and we ended up leaving but i guess i just have a really shitty experience with marathon because of that yeah um, and i was literally at marathon to see highly suspect like three days before yeah. and it was great for highly suspect but at chevelle i don't know maybe it's the different fans but um that was a rough show to sit I, through I guess it would for people listening. Marathon Music Works is more of a it's an open venue. They have a mm-hmm. a main hall where they have the um, it's like a warehouse where they have a stage and that's where the bands play. And then there's a little hallway where the bar is, and it's open. Everyone there's no seats, so everyone just walks. They're, they have they have like a twelve person loft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And over for, and that's that's the only seats in the entire place. And that, and that's like that's like to the um, that's to the left of the stage if you're looking from the crowd. So it's not yes. really the best place to be if you're gonna if you're gonna go there. It's you probably just want to be standing and get as close as you can. But the problem is I actually, even though it's one of my least favorite, I still have two shows planned for that venue. Uh, 
in this moment in Blackfell Brides and a day to remember. I'm going to them at that venue. I was I was gonna go see the simp I was gonna go see Simple Plan there a few months ago, I think, but I wasn't able mm-hmm. to get tickets in that time. That was in November. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, we missed that one as well because I think we bought I think we bought tickets to the uh yeah, we did. We bought tickets to the um A Day to Remember and I Prevail Tour uh, instead of those. Yeah, I was going to get Which I definitely don't regret. I was going to get me and Nate some tickets to go see Simple Plan and I just by the time I thought of it and remembered I couldn't couldn't get it. Sucked. Mm-hmm. That would have been a good concert. War Memorial is my top top one. And maybe because I've seen so many I've seen Seether there, I've seen Breaking Benjamin there, I've seen uh Stone Sour there. Um I've seen some really great people at War Memorial. I've never had a bad experience there. I actually, for Stone Sour, so, of course, what I listen to, I love to mosh. I love to jump around when I'm listening mm-hmm. to music, especially live shows. And and uh, for Stone Sour, my dad had got balcony tickets uh, for my birthday. And normally I'm fine with that. But I don't know if you've been to the balcony at War Memorial, but the seats are really close. Like, you stand up and your knees are hitting the back of the seat in front yeah. of you. So I was like, Eh, this ain't gonna work so i go up and i ask the security guard and they have like a huge walkway behind the seats like massive mm-hmm. and i go up and ask the, the security guard i was like hey can i stand up here i like to jump around I like to headbang he's like yeah that's fine and i did the whole show in that walkway up there just watching it from like the second i think it was the second act all the way through the end of stone sour i was up there standing you know, of all of all the venues in Nashville, the only one that I haven't been to is War Memorial, which is which really? is crazy because I always get told that that one's like one of the best is like the best one in Nashville to go to. It's beautiful. I've just it is absolutely. I've never beautiful. been there for a concert. I've never. I haven't been. I haven't been to Mercy Lounge. And the basement. Those are the only two I haven't been. To. You know they're building another amphitheater. Yeah, I don't know when it opens though. I didn't know that. I, I love Ascend. I saw Logic at Ascend with Preston. I had tickets to that show, Ascend but was... I had to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. It was great. It really. I'm was. sure it was. I was I really disappointed. The, I couldn't. That's go. the only show. Explain this to me. Mm-hmm. That is the only show that I've gotten trouble for vaping at. And it's outdoors. That's that's crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. How how did I they? Because because you guys were in the yard, right? Yeah, how did we're in the yard. how did they even notice you? Like, there's a ton of people. I don't know. But they literally like searched us out. God, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't. I've been in. I mean, now when I go to I go to so many that, I you know I'm a little more careful with it, yeah. but. Even if I wasn't, they don't care as much as they do at Ascend, apparently. That, that was weird. That, that, I saw Disturbed at Ascend as well in, um, I think, 2017. That sounds awesome. That sounds like a really good or show. 2016. They were there with Rob Zombie. So. Oh, that sounds like a really good show. It was amazing. Rob Zombie came all the way out into the yard yelling at people to put their phones down. Yeah. It was great. I don't know. What do you what do you think about phones at concert venues? I I know that we've gone on on this topic for a long time. So after this, we'll we'll mm-hmm. go 
next. That works. Uh, um, I don't know. I'm really... So I started going to concerts in 2010. That was my first ever. I saw Nickelback in Three Days Grace and Buck Cherry. Man, my dad um, went to that concert, and he always he always uh, ma- he always tells me about it because like that was mm-hmm. my uncle. They played Animals twice because the first time they played it, they played it out of tune. Oh, that's weird. Um, yeah, so they ended up playing it at the end. Was was and that whenever Adam was, was still the old. lead singer? Adam was Adam was still the lead singer of, uh, of Three Days Grace. Yes, I would have yes. uh, we'll to get to that, that show too. Yeah, which I was ten years old. I didn't really know what was going on. My uncle wanted to take me to it because I was a big fan of Nickelback at the time, regrettably. Mm-hmm. But um, he had taken me to that, and I, I don't. I say regrettably. I treasure that memory because I don't know if y'all know my uncle's no longer with us, but he took me to my very first one, and um, it was a great show from what I can remember. I remember being there and just being in total awe of what was going on. And, um, yeah, I saw three days grace and I didn't know who three days grace was at that time, but about three or four years later, I realized who they was. It was right before they released transit of Venus. I learned who they was. What a good album. And, um, yeah, I started really to treasure that. And then I don't know, you may be able to help me with this, but two years after transit of Venus, Adam, Left. Uh, I, I and I knew. I think it was a little bit a longer because because the, longer? they went on a ooh they went on a hiatus after that because they couldn't find a yeah. a new singer. I don't know when yeah, it was. Let me see if I can find. We're it. We're not going to get into a whole lot of Three Days Grace because we'll be talking for two hours. Yeah. But uh, I really started to treasure um that memory after I learned who three days grace was and how much I fell in love with Adam because I knew I would never see Adam. He's such a good singer again. He really is. He truly, truly is. And their new singer, like he's good and all, but he's no, no. Adam. Uh, he's really have not. you, have you heard any of Adam's new band? Saint Asomia. Yeah. yeah. I, I listened to them because of Adam's voice. But as far as the actual band goes, I don't like how mainstream rock it is. I know. Um, um, that's the only thing I don't like about it. But I do listen to them just for Adam's voice. And I recently learned that at St. Asonia's shows, Adam plays Three Days Grace songs. Yeah, because he, he, so owns, he owns the performing rights yeah, to them. he owns them. So anytime... Yes. Which is weird because like he'll go and play I Hate Everything About mm-hmm. You at St. Asonia's shows, but then... Three Days Grace now with uh, whatever his name is. Matt Walsh. I hate about yeah, so I don't um, really know how that works. Every, every, time, every time Three Days Grace plays an uh, old Three Days Grace song that was written by Adam, they have to pay him because he owns... Oh, yeah, really? He gets a, he gets a commission okay. of their sales. By the way, you were right. Oh, wow. Uh, Transit of Venus came out in 2012 and Adam left in 2013. Okay, I said two years, but I was close. And then they released Human in 2015. So, which I three, think two years I, later, I listened to Human, but Human is by far Three Days Grace worst album. Mm. By far, mm. I don't in know about that. I I listened I listened to Human a lot, but I <laughs> wait no hold on was Human the one that had I Am Machine? Yes. 
Not that one. The, the one, one that they just released, oh, Outsider. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. The yeah, one. I didn't. I didn't Uh-oh. like that one that much. I mean, I liked it. Like I still listen. There's to a it, few but... good songs on it, but there's just there's not anything that just I really keeps me like bringing the back. title track. I really like the title. Me track. too. I am Outsider. I I really there are some there are some good songs on it. It's just what we talking about before three days, Chris. It's just this is why I said we weren't going to talk about. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Oh yeah, phones, phones. That's what we're talking about. Um, so I started in 2010, and I didn't see another one until I saw Daltrey in 2012. (laughs) Um, and didn't see yeah. No, 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 no. Didn't see another one. God, um, I'm just looking at the document. God, this is... Read it out loud. Skip the second one, but read out what I'm typing in on these uh, notes. Okay, so so we have all of our notes in here, and mm-hmm. and Nate's just been typing as we've been talking. The first one is Godzilla queefing on Tokyo. <laughs> the second one is eat ass smoke gorilla shit. <laughs> Like, I'm not even looking at the notes because I don't want to run my phone battery down. So this is new to me too. <laughs> the, the third one is pissing in my vagina like a jar of Kool-Aid. <laughs> like stroking my toes on a corpse. God. Wow. Nate, what what's been happening over here? I don't know. I just I can't relate to all the the concerts. I haven't been to one, so I'm just sitting here typing in the notes. God, I'm listening. But... I, I forgot that you <clears> haven't <throat> been to your first concert. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to take you to one. I'm so, sure with that. Well, I'm gonna finish up phones, and then we'll go to our, Th- then we'll go to topic, the but, uh, last couple. Yeah. So I went to Daltrey in 2012, and I didn't go another one until Hellstorm, The Pretty Reckless, and Star Set. That sounds like um, an amazing concert. It was amazing. I actually have stars that is coming May second. The pretty reckless it. is the kid from um, from the Grinch, isn't it? From the Grinch, yes, Cindy Lou. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck was Taylor Momsen. Yeah, she's pretty cute now. Taylor Momsen's her name. But from 2014 on, that's when I just went fucking wild, and I started seeing. I saw six in 2016. I saw two in 2017. I saw three or four in 2018. Then I saw nine last year. And so far, I have seven planned for this year. Um, But as far as phones go, I used to video a lot and take pictures a lot during concerts. And um, in 2018, I went kayaking. And um, I had my phone in a plastic bag, like like you should do. And yeah. I'd never. I I, I was stupid, and I, I didn't have my phone backed up, and somehow it had fallen out of the plastic bag, and I didn't know it. And I had got about twenty feet, well, maybe about fifty feet down the river. Yeah. And I went to get my phone to play some music, and it was fucking gone, and I started freaking the fuck out, and I ended up turning around fucking paddling upstream to get back to it and i get to where i got in at and started digging around the sand find my phone oh my god and it was, that would freak me the hell out then i had i lost everything dude everything pictures 
everything. All those concert videos. I had pictures with, um, I had pictures with a little known, not known band uh, called Letters from the Fire. Yeah. I had pictures with a band that's blowing up right now, Palo Real. Uh, I had pictures with Brian Head Welch from Corn. I mean, I had pictures from all these people I've met and videos from all these concerts, and um, I lost all. Of had that. you and from then on? Had you at least from then on? I put like put some of them on social media and stuff. Okay, yeah, good. So you didn't you didn't lose yeah. everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but most of everything. And from then on, I just never. I don't video and take pictures as much just because I don't want that to happen. I've gotten to where I, I go to concerts and I just enjoy the moment, you know, yeah. like I just enjoy it. And if it's a really great concert, then I'm going to remember it anyway. I don't need my phone. Uh, so do you, that's, that's one thing me and my wife kind of talk about is that she videos and shit. Mm-hmm. Done she just started going to concerts and I completely understand it, but I always make sure she knows like, Something happens, this shit's gone, and it—that's a really scary feeling to have, and it sucks when it does happen. Hey, do you do you back up your photos somewhere? Uh, I do now. Okay, good. Because I, I, I was gonna say uh, that happened to me once, and I immediately went and got Google Photos, and you know they they upload all your pictures for free. That's what my wife, really nice. wife does, and I'm, I'm, I'm about to start using this. Yeah. I use a fucking desktop computer right now, but I'm about to switch over to that. Um, yeah, I, I don't have any problem with phones at concerts. Uh, if that's how people want to enjoy the concert, do it. I do think if the artist requests to not have your phone out, respect the artist. Yeah, me too. Like, I know God, Tool, I hate I know it whenever Tool, people do that. Tool just released... Tool just released like no phones at all, no cameras, no nothing. You you have your phone on, you're getting kicked out, no warnings. Mm-hmm. I know Tool released that. I think that was a little too harsh, but at the same time, I understand where they're coming from. I mean, Tool is one of the biggest, arguably the biggest rock band of all time, and they have a very very unique live show, and they don't want that plastered all over YouTube. Well, well so, Jack White I makes understand. you put your put your phone in a bag that locks and you only get it all yeah really? it only unlocks after he finishes the show wow i didn't know that yeah and if you get caught with your show with your phone out he uh he kicks you out of the concert he takes that very seriously i, I think, I I think I that's a know. that's a I, bit I'm, overkill yeah if you're getting like no warnings at all you're getting kicked the fuck out and having your phone mm-hmm. locked up i think that's a little too far but if they ask you, like Corey Taylor at, at the beginning of his shows, and I think Aaron Lewis does the same thing, he asks that you please don't have your phone out, that you just enjoy the moment. I would respect their wishes. I wouldn't have my phone out. But now, yeah. I mean, I video, depending on who I'm seeing, I only video two to four songs. Yeah. If that. I used to, so. whenever I didn't go to concerts as much, I used to video like almost every song. And then, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I'm not really... I'm not really watching this show if I'm doing that. So yeah, I got to, I got to the point I would go back and watch those videos and I would see shit that I missed mm-hmm. because I was videoing. Yeah, and I was like, I don't want to feel that way, and so I got into I just watched the show. And if it's like a really great song, like I just saw the Glorious Sons, which is a new bluesy rock band, 
and uh, they played Salt Off Shotgun, and I think I videoed most of that song, but that was literally the only time I had my phone out the entire show. I've so. gotten to where whenever I do video it, I keep my phone like at my chest as long as it can still see, so I'm not looking at the screen at all whenever I'm videoing. Yeah. Yeah. That, then you get the, all the immersion of the show, and you get to have it for later. Still, that's a good idea. I haven't tried that. Uh, we never, we never got to my, my last, my last album. It was surviving. Oh shit, we did. It was, it was the album surviving by Jimmy Eat World. You know, you know, the, I didn't even know that the people, the people that did the middle. Oh my God. Yeah. They, they released surviving and it's like one of the best albums I've heard all year. It is the best album I've heard all year. They re- they released they it really music. really like not not too long ago. Nate, do you remember whenever I whenever I told you about it? Yeah, I've been hooked on that album ever since. I have it downloaded. God, it's so good. It's it's more hard rock than they've than they did earlier on and on any of their other other mm-hmm. albums. It's really good. It's got some. I might have to check yeah, it out. Then. I'll send you a link. Oh, um, we're gonna have we're gonna all have right. links to all everything that we've talked about in the show notes this time by the way so you can just look down there for that all right um kobe you you mentioned that you've that you watch tv whenever whenever you can have you seen any good tv shows lately um tv shows yeah or or movies watch, it just doesn't matter any anything really yeah, good that I'll, you've I'll seen some movies in a second because i do have some shit to say about movies but tv shows I watched the end of the fucking world um, because Preston was telling me about it, and I didn't really have any expectations going into yeah. that. But I finished it in like two days, and I fucking adore the end of the fucking world. Like it is, I don't know what about it I like so much. It's a weird British comedy thing. I don't know, but it is really good. But since oh yeah, I've seen this. It's on Netflix. I haven't. I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it yet. Um, I I need to definitely recommend. It's only thirty minute episodes, so it ain't gonna take you long to finish. Oh, that sounds amazing! I've been wanting to watch it. It is really good. Mm. But I don't know. I got with Jordan, my wife, and she's a huge fanatic of Supernatural, and I never. And y'all might have seen Supernatural. Everyone I know is obsessed about it, but I've never watched it, and I had started watching it shit i started watching it probably august of 2018 and i've just been slowly trying to get through supernatural because if you know supernatural on netflix anyway is 12 seasons of 22 episodes each an hour an episode and they should have quit after season six uh, I'm on season eight, episode seventeen, and I fully agree. With you. <laughs> um, I'm I'm struggle I'm struggling God, to get through. It's season so eight. hard. After season six, you're just like, yeah, they should have ended this. The thing is about Supernatural. Like I fucking the only season I was able to binge watch was season five. Yeah, I, I agree. Season five, so fucking good, but. I don't know, man. I've just really been trying to grind my way through that. Um, and that, once I finish that, I think I'm going to start um, American Horror Story. 
because I've never seen okay, that. Okay, so right stop stop watching Supernatural and start watching American Horror Story. You're not missing anything. <laughs> Seriously, God, American Horror Story is so much better. That's what I hear. I started watching American Horror Story when like the first season went on Netflix, but I think it was like this was when I was like super against fuck. Um, I'm just gonna get too controversial. There was a scene in like the first episode that I was like, no, that I can't do it, mm-hmm. and I stopped watching it. But I've become more lenient since then, so I think I'm gonna go back and watch it. Great series. Um, mm, I've heard. As far as movies go, 2017 and 2018, I was busy with my senior year of football and working out all the time, and I was just really not interested or didn't really have the time to watch movies or play any games. And since I dropped out of college and started going to the workforce and being at home more, living a normal life, I guess you can call it, I've watched a lot more movies and I played a lot more games. And the best movies I saw of last year, I mean, I saw movies that people have been talking about. Like I didn't see fucking Endgame until six months after it, it came out. And God, um, you you probably already knew the ending after that, didn't you? I knew something big happened. I, I stayed. I was well aware of spoilers. I think the only time I got caught with a spoiler for, was from Nate's story. God, I Nate, how dare you to, post something? <laughs> I think that I'm was. Sorry. I, how dare I post a spoiler six months after the movie? I came know. Out? How dare you? No, I don't know. If, no, like it wasn't. I don't know if it was exactly six months, but anyway, I think the only time I got caught was you posted something about Tony Stark and. God, Nate, yeah, you ruined the surprise. It. <laughs> it still got me, man. I still ended up fucking tearing up. I was like, son of a bitch. I knew what was going to happen, and I'm still fucking over here tearing up. But I'll tell you what, the best fucking movie I saw of all of 2019, and I don't remember what year it came out, was Ma. What's, how do you spell that? M-A. Oh. Um, huh. you don't oh, oh, that's that horror movie, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I, I did yeah. not see it. I don't usually go watch horror movies. I, I, I've been doing a shit ton of Redbox, and it, it's still on Redbox right now. I fucking oh, that's love that one Ma. chick. Yeah, yeah. Ma is a lot like it reminds me of a lot like Us and Get Out. It's kind of that. Um, yeah, what's the fucking word for it? Like thriller kind of fuck with your head type of horror movie. I loved Maul. Like, if you haven't seen it, I definitely recommend going to watch it. That and the new Rambo is also fucking amazing. I'll put that up. I haven't seen the new Rambo. I haven't really heard anything about it either. If you're squeamish to, like, blood and gore and shit, don't watch it. I'll tell you that. What are you talking about? You know know that scene from from Rocky IV where where, uh, Apollo Creed gets his head beat in? So something I don't like to admit. Oh, I've actually never seen the Rocky mm, series. Mm, mm. God, they're so good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, the, the first one, the first one is a little bit hard to get into because it's a little bit slow. But I take that back. I have seen the first. Yes, yeah. that may be why. That's probably those. why you haven't seen the other ones. It it picks up the pace a lot. Yeah. Rocky movies are one of are some of my favorite movies. You know, um, mm-hmm. I know I need to watch them. I just haven't. Speaking yet. of Endgame, and the most recent movie I saw was uh, 
because of y'all was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, it's a really good movie. I fucking loved Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Who'd you like better, Leo or Brad Pitt? Uh, Leo. Just because of the flamethrower kill. Yeah, that was badass. I didn't even see that coming. That was, it was that was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. That was fucking crazy. I loved it. And I was originally going through it. Uh, I was originally kind of mad because I'm a huge fan and I'm super interested in like the the Manson murders and shit. Yeah. And I was at at the end of the movie, I was pissed for what they did to it. But after saturating with it and thinking about it, I was like. No, that was actually pretty fucking cool what they did with that, and yeah, I really enjoyed Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Not as much as Hateful Eight. If you want to see a I completely really terrible movie about the Manson murders, watch The Haunting of Sharon Tate. I've never heard of it. You know? Yeah, that's probably oh, a good thing. Wasn't that a horror movie that they tried to? It was a horror. It's got movie Hillary that Duff they in tried it. Tried to do about the Manson murder. God, yeah, it's so bad. I stayed away from yeah. that. The Haunting of Sharon Tate. Yeah. I saw Hillary Duff's name and I didn't want to watch it. Yeah, you're not missing anything. It's completely terrible. I may get drunk and go watch it. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't it. even think that you would have a good time watching it that way. Man, I still remember my first time watching Endgame. I cried for like 20 minutes during the credits. It was terrible. You were you were there, Nate, right? So weird. Like I said... I was there, yeah. I was like, why the fuck are you crying? I cried for like a little bit whenever Tony Stark died. And then Black Widow shocked the hell out of me. Mm. But <laughs> I don't remember. I think I remember you sniffling. I think I was just talking to Porter. And Porter's pointing out blatant, obvious Easter eggs that we all knew. It's like that annoying fucker who's like, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's Stan Lee. Like, yeah, we fucking know. <laughs> like I said before... I don't know. I knew what was going to happen, but it still shocked me. Like I was, I didn't know how it happened. Obviously, I just knew it happened, and I, I was still in shock when I saw it happen. I was like, "What the fuck?" I think Endgame is one of the best movies ever. Whether not even for like cinematography reason, the effect that it has on its fans was insane. Yeah, um, we w- we went to go see we we went to go see it on opening night, and we hadn't heard anything about it up to that point, of course. And the whole movie was just God. It was so good. It really keeps you intrigued from the very beginning to the very end. And I literally told Preston I didn't want to go see it in theaters because it was three hours long. And he kept telling me it don't feel like three hours long. It don't feel like three hours long. It really doesn't. And then I watch it on Redbox, and it ends. And I look at my wife, and I'm like, damn, that really didn't feel like three hours. It, it feels like three hours whenever you're sitting there, and you've been drinking Coke throughout the, uh, throughout the movie. <laughs> I got up, and I was like, I'll tell this you is what. probably like five or six minutes of... Five or six minutes of credits. I'm probably gonna go pee and then get right back. And then the the I bathroom wanna... was full, so I had to come back before <laughs> then. It was terrible. Love the movie though. I want to give my opinion on something. Okay. I want to give my opinion on something because I don't want to go into a conversation about it because I know you'll tear me apart with your knowledge. But I just want to say that you're wrong about Joker. That's all I want to say. I thought oh, Joker shit. was. Yeah, I love Joker. 
entirely. I do respect your opinion. No. So, uh, uh, I, I respect your opinion, but it's wrong. Yeah, I'm not going to tear you apart about <laughs> yeah. that. Joker. <laughs> I need to watch it again. I, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, maybe after watching it again, I'll have a different opinion. I'm not sure. Maybe, probably not. I, I don't think you go will. In, when I went into it, I don't know about y'all, I went into it with absolutely zero expectations. I went into it thinking no. it was going to be amazing. Really? Yeah. That may be what fucked you then. I went into it with zero expectations, and I'm super interested with mental health, and they really, it, they kind of beat a dead horse with the mental health stuff. But yeah. at the same time, I loved what they did with it. And I, I loved, yeah, I loved how the, it was more of a mental health awareness movie than it really was a fucking DC movie. Absolutely. But it just depends on, yeah. If, I, if you look at it like that, if you look at it as like a mental health awareness thriller rather than a DC movie, I think you'll enjoy it more. I don't know, man. I, I, the only time that took me out of the movie and I was like, okay, that was stupid was when he said society. I was like, why? <laughs> why we live. Did y'all make this man say society? In a society. Because <laughs> that wasn't even in the you script. You know why, Nate? It wasn't Do in the you script. know why? They made him say society. It's because he's the Joker, baby. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Shut up. Okay, um, the, the next thing on the document says biggest life goals, and I'm not sure what that means. All right, so, I don't know, Nate, this, this is y'all's podcast. Are we good to keep going, or are we need to wrap up? Yeah, we are um, fine. Unless unless someone has, to, has to pee or something. We're almost through with this thing. Let's just keep going. I'm good. If y'all are yeah, good. I'm good. I oh my god, I it's 9 o'clock. I still got some Jack and Coke left, so we're good. Um... We'll, we'll finish this up. But anyway, I wanted to talk about this. And this is some, This is one of the reasons I've always wanted to be on a podcast is I, I like going into deep conversations about this. I think you do need to talk about life goals that you have and especially big ones because – and I talked to, to Nate about this before we started recording because if you put it out there and you talk about it, then you're more likely to do it basically. And uh, 2019 was a big year for me as far as – figuring out what the fuck I want to do in my life. Um, so yeah, I was just wanting to hear y'all's life goals and what y'all plan to do in the next year, two years, so on and so forth. What's like your biggest, biggest dream that you got to do in life? You know, Nate, you've been, you've been quiet while me and me and Kobe were talking about concerts and stuff. How about you go first on Mm -hmm. this one? I agree. All right. So, Whenever I dropped out of college in 2018, I had a lot of time to think because I went to uh, I went to a community college for video production and film because I was like I love movies I want to be a part of I want to be a part of what I love and so doing that and then I helped this guy's YouTube channel out for a while and no disrespect to him at all but we just do not have the same tastes in anything so it really didn't kind of work out um um so speaking of that, of that i'm going to i'm going to put my favorite video from that youtube channel in the show notes and i encourage everyone to go watch that where do i see god it's where do i see show notes at uh it's um whenever you um 
Because Spotify don't have that. Uh, don't I think it does. They don't have support for, for chapters, so I haven't been putting them in there. But the only thing that I've been putting in the show notes for for the past two weeks have just been our Instagram handles. So this this week I'm actually going to put stuff in there since I'm putting it out on Monday instead of Friday. So, since you're putting that video down, what a great in the, video! In the show about the show, whatever. I'm gonna say this right now. I don't even now. know what, if you know which one I'm talking about. I know which one you're talking about. I I'm gonna say this now because this doesn't go for just that video. It goes for all of the videos. Um, a lot of the jokes that we made and stuff, I am not 100% behind, or I'm I'm not even like a percent behind any of it. I think a lot of it was pretty childish what we did. And I do not stand for a lot of stuff that I said in some of them. And I know now people are going to be like, I'm going to go dig and find them. It's just, I, I, it's, I look back at that as one of my, one of my mistakes that you definitely learn something from. And I'm just never gonna, never gonna attempt to even, it's just, it's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. A mess. And if you know, you know, and just, (laughs) it's, I apologize (laughs) if anybody has watched that and has been offended by something that I have said on that, on any of those videos, because in the moment and you're young and you're thinking and you're, it's just, you're trying to create content and it's just not, you can't take them seriously. It wouldn't be funny if you did. You can't. Yeah. But that's one thing I've always been passionate about is you always got to be yourself. Yeah. And I wasn't myself in those videos. And that's, I'm a that's very offensive person. I'm a very offensive person. A lot of people know that. I say a lot of stupid shit, but I don't apologize for it. That's just who I am. I apologize but, for it because it wasn't me. Yeah, and that's part. what I'm saying. Is like, if it's not you, then that's understandable for sure. Yeah, and I just don't condone what I talked about. And I... I don't want to say that comedy has limits because I I think that everything should be at least made fun of. Everything has at least a bit of humor, but I just I I felt like whatever I was talking about was pretty tasteless. But there's there's a there's one good video in there. Um, but if you want to check it out, that's fine. I don't I don't mind. But back to what I was talking about before. So after I dropped out of that. Because he, he had some ideas for videos that I was just like, you know what, that's drawing the line. I can't do it. Because I just, I, I didn't agree with it. So after that, I was like, I was thinking for the longest time, I praise movies for all these things. And I wanted to go to film school. So there's a local film school that I wanted to attend. And that fell through due to certain uh, financial reasons and stuff like that. So I just couldn't go. And I was like, is this really what I'm meant to do if so? And the more I think about it, the more I think that it's just not. But I don't know at the same time. Because I acted throughout high school, and I really like to act. I think acting is one of my favorite things to do, and I know I'm pretty decent at it. So I don't know. I I went through that, and now doing this podcast, I realize I actually really enjoy doing this. But I also just have a lot of things to talk about, and I have a lot of things that I just want to say. And I want – I don't – I don't – I don't want to say, because I don't want people to be like, oh, he just wants to be famous. I don't want to be famous. I want to have an audience that will listen to me. Like that's that. something That's something that I yeah. want to aspire to. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, I, I, I'm going to be right back. You two hold down the fort for, for a while. Okay, I'm just going to go back to what okay, I'm talking you do about. That. Okay. Because 
a lot of like you see on like late night shows and stuff like that these people are celebrities but mm-hmm. i don't think a lot of them take into account what they really are when really they are a lot of people like humans lives they look up to that person and they want to be that person so a lot of people don't know that in their position they're a lot of they're an influencer for a lot of people too and i want to be mm-hmm. An influencer. That's something that I feel like I, like I can, that. I can do. Like, so whether looking, it be, are you looking to just do it by podcast, or are you looking to do it by like a YouTube channel, or? I don't know yet. It's definitely YouTube. in the, it's definitely in the cards. I definitely want to include this. I think this is one of my favorite things that I I do. Well, it's like I was telling you before we started recording. Like I. I really hope this does take off for you because I've always wanted to be on a podcast. And I, like I said, I've said it a many, million times. I'm super grateful for this. Um, but I, I don't think right now I have the ability to start my own. Maybe one day. But I think it's cool seeing somebody I know starting a podcast. I really do hope this takes off for you. Yeah, it's just – and I appreciate that. That's really kind. I just – that's something that I just aspire to be. And mm-hmm. I really don't like using the word, oh, you want to be famous. You want to be a celebrity. I don't yeah. want to be it. I don't want to be. I, if it's That's too broad. It is. It's, it is. I want to yeah. be. I don't want to be like a motivational speaker because, God, I don't know really what to say. Yeah, but like, being, I just want to set an image and be. Saying being famous is, I mean, it's way too broad. I mean, you look at people like. It really is. Ninja and PewDiePie who arguably are famous but most people i talk to have no idea who they are yeah exactly so i don't know i don't i don't like being famous anyway but yeah but i've thought about um i've thought about doing youtube for a bit i've thought about doing um a lot of like video game stuff but i've also been looking at doing um a lot more acting I want to do like local shows and stuff like that. And I want to do, um, on the YouTube channel, I really want to do voiceovers for, uh, like some kind of, some like comics. I've thought about that too. You got any like, you got any like, uh, I don't want to call them accents, but impressions. You got any impressions? I got a few, but I'm not going to do them on here because I'm pretty sick. I'm not going to do them here. That's understandable. Um, but if I ever do, I felt like I could do that because, like, there's some um, there's some comics and stuff that I like where they tell some really interesting things, and I would mm-hmm. like to dub over that and do like kind of just show my voice work as well for like yeah. voice acting and stuff like that. Yeah, but, so you don't really want you, what you're saying is like you don't really want your face out there. You you just want you want to be kind of behind the scenes, but kind of not. Well, not that at the same time too, because I can do audition tapes as well. Anything to get out there at this point, because I feel like yeah. I have so much potential to do anything. And I, I don't mean to sound that. like a cocky dickhead, but no, I completely understand that. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm full of myself either. It's just I know I can do it, so why don't I just get up and fucking do it? So I don't know, and I feel like after these years, since I'm turning twenty this year, God, like, when, when turning am I just gonna 20. stop bullshitting around? Well, look, yeah. I'm gonna tell, you, I'm gonna tell you something about that. Um, I've struggled with that, really. Just being completely honest right now, I've struggled with that really hard the past year. You got to look at it this way, and a lot. The person I, 
I mean, we're all on social media. A person I really advise following is Gary Vaynerchuk. He talks a lot about being young and chasing what you want to do rather than fucking chasing money. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really helped me a lot because, you know, I dropped out of college. I was 18, about to turn 19. And when I dropped out, I was like, what the fuck am I going to do in my life? I'm running out of time. You know, I got you got all these people telling you, you need to figure out what you want to do, blah, 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 blah. We don't have to figure out what we're going to do yet. We're 19. We got all the fucking time in the world, man. That's what I, I've really had to come to realize and sit down and think about is we're still 19. When you really think about it, 30's fucking young, dude. It is. Yeah. When you re- when you really, really think about it. So, I mean, I don't plan on having... I, right now, I plan on just kind of experimenting with shit. Yeah. Until I'm about 25, 26. And then... then I'll decide what I want to do super long term. Yeah. See, that's something I'm trying to do because I never thought that. I mean, I just kind of randomly told Brandon one day, I was like, hey, I got a lot of stuff I want to talk about. You want to start a podcast? And here we are. Um, just out of the blue. So if I can, we can just think of an idea and do it yeah. with enough motivation. I feel like you could do pretty much anything. So that's I'm true. just, I'm, I'm battling with myself, like just, fucking do it i understand yeah. there's like obstacles in the way and stuff like that just as if you work at it and you'll you'll do it and that's fine if you it, that's what i'm saying if you really want it you'll you'll work through them that bullshit yeah exactly that's why i can't stand when people say oh i'm gonna do this and this and this and this but they're not doing anything to go for it or do anything about they're it they're not they're not willing to go through the bullshit to to get to yeah it. it's just wishful thinking is what it is it's daydreaming and yeah. I, I, I don't mean to sound like a dick. It's just that's the truth. It's no, that, if you don't, that, you're absolutely right. If you don't go for your dreams and you don't make make them happen, you're just thinking about it. Well, I fully agree with that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta yeah. sort of have have a plan about how you're gonna get there. Like people talk about that all the time. How you just have to. You have to plan out if you're gonna do anything, but no one ever, no one ever yeah. actually does that. It's really weird to see. Yep. And here's the thing too, because I know my parents worry about what I'm doing and wondering what I'm gonna do with my life, and I I have as little clue as they do. All I know is that I have a lot of stuff to say, and I want people to hear it. That's all that I just. Uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, um, absolutely. So when they're stressed out and they ask me and they're they're nervous, they're like, Nate, what are you going to do with your life? Like, we know it's something along the lines of this, this, and this, and this, but what are you going to do? And I just don't have an actual answer yet. That I think this Bro, is the best answer advice, I've ever given. My biggest advice, honestly, is, you know, I know you love your parents and shit, but metaphorically tell them, fuck you. Because, I mean, you got to do what you feel is right by you and you don't have to explain yourself to anybody. And I, I truly, truly believe that. Like you got, you got to do what you feel like is best for you, and not give a fuck about anyone else. Yeah, I mean, your See, parents are and always asking you, and they're asking you. Your parents are always gonna go ahead, gonna bro. try to gonna try to um, nudge you in one way or another, just because, just because they um, they want you to they want you to succeed, and if they mm-hmm. don't 
think that in their mind that you're succeeding in your own way, then they're going to they're gonna try to nudge you in that way t- towards something that that can be more more um how do I say it more successful in the long term see the word successful is so fucking broad it is yeah that's something else as well Mm -hmm. because I wanted to say something about it um in this in my state right now after what all I've been through and stuff do I see myself as like failing in whatever my task is and I don't think that I'm failing so whenever I get hounded about stuff like that sure it pisses me off but you know I understand where they're coming from they just don't see their version of success in me the way I see myself succeeding in the way that a I'm lot of you got to think about also a lot of that generation of people think of money as success true me, but I like I watched I put my it, no finish what you're saying I watched my dad for 50 years work a job he hated because he made a shit ton of money. I've never wanted to do that. I don't give a fuck if I'm homeless. If I'm doing what I love to do and I have people I love around me, I don't care how much money I'm making. I, I so think I just, I agree with you. Yeah, it's just, just yeah. <sighs> it's just stuff like that because growing up, I feel like we've grown up so like fast in the past especially, two years. Especially ever since this we've, year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 This year there was a whole lot there of stuff. There was a whole lot of learned. shit that happened. Yeah. And so, just, I have, I realized this the other day, too. Yeah, you got married. You got married. Yeah. That's crazy. Man, I, I, I never and got to congratulate you on that. That's a, that's a big deal, man. Congratulations. <laughs> Yeah, congratulations. But, I, I uh, do want to say this about that off topic real quickly. Um, if you're worried about getting married, but your girlfriend and you are always good, everything's great, maybe not even always good, you're just able to work through shit together and you're living together and already sharing money. The only thing that changes when you get married is her last name. And I can promise you that. I just wanted to say that real quick. Yeah, because I do have a lot of questions about yeah because getting married young because a lot a lot of what ends up like crippling marriages is the financial aspect of it because a lot of people mm-hmm. decide to to share their money after after they get married and yeah. then yep you're exactly right and then it just blows up in their face because they don't. Because one person d- realizes that the other doesn't know how to spend money, or, or they judge mm-hmm. them for their choices, money wise. Yeah, yeah. If you got that, yeah, down, you're I, gonna you, get you're married. Probably good. If you're gonna get married, you. A lot of people will tell you different, but in my experience, I mean, I'm almost, I'm almost twenty years old, and I've already been married for almost a year. In my experience. You gotta have a joint bank account. Not really necessarily a joint bank account, but you need to have a bank account where you're both on that bank account together. But yeah. that's just my opinion. I think you both both have to have the same money goals slash um, the same money habits, or need to work towards a common ground with money. But you're exactly right. Money is what kills. I mean, it will. It's what killed my dad and mom marriage is money. Money kills mm-hmm. marriages every every single day. 
Yeah. And what's worse is whenever it's not money. And if that's just money is just a factor and it's other things too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, stuff like that. But honestly, I, I really congratulate you. I think that's such a huge feat. I remember, um, somebody told me they were like, yeah, Kobe and Jordan got married. And I was like, Holy shit. Really? That's crazy. I mean, we got, we got to the point. I mean, as everybody knew, we knew each other all through high school and we were really close all through high school. And, and um, we just never got together, and we got together very shortly after we graduated. I went to college. We did long distance for six months, had no issues doing long distance. I got back. We lived together for about three months or so and was doing everything that a married couple does. We are like, fuck it. Let's get married. Yeah. But, and it, that's, like that's I, the same. I that wanted to back say to that because. I get a whole lot of questions from people that I know asking about getting married young. And what it really boils down to is if you're living together and you're sharing your money already, nothing changes. It really doesn't. Yeah. Unless you have a kid. And then a lot of shit changes. But Yeah. So um, That's what I was going back to saying about following your dreams and just doing it. That's something else, too. That's my like, biggest yeah, I, thing. Is, yeah. Right, go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. Because you, uh, you said you were just like, everything is about the same. The only thing that's going to change is the last name. That's mm-hmm. what, like you you just thought of it. Just yeah. do it. It's crazy. It's just crazy I, how it I've works. always, sometimes it's a curse, sometimes it's a blessing, but I've always had the thing is when I'm in, I'm fucking all in. And I'm balls yeah, in the wall. Yeah, me too. And mm-hmm. sometimes it fucks me and sometimes it doesn't. And so far, I mean, I have a lot of, not really regrets in 2019, but a lot of things I wish I did differently but not really regrets because everything that I've done wrong, I've learned from and that's going to help me do what I want to do, which maybe we'll eventually get to before the end of this. Yeah. That's something else I realized too. I know we're getting off topic a little bit, but uh, learning from mistakes. You know, we started this podcast so we could talk about whatever the hell we wanted. That's, that's literally what I said at the beginning of the first episode. Yeah, I All think right. I think dumpster diving is a perfect title for this podcast. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but back to what I was saying, I was uh, talking about because reflecting on 2019, everybody has mistakes and stuff that they wish they did differently. And that's something that um, like you growing up, you get hounded like when I was your age, I would have done this and this and this differently. And you're like, yeah, but I think whatever you do growing up is going to be inevitable and you just learn from your mistakes. And that's yeah. also a thing too when it comes to forgiveness for other things and constant because some people just don't understand that if you keep cutting people off in your life because of a mistake, then eventually if you have to cut somebody off every single year and every single New Year's resolution, I'm cutting off all the negativity. Maybe you're gonna burn a bridge. You're gonna need. No, here's. I mean, maybe not even that you're gonna need. Not the world. Oh my god, and people that think that someone can't change based on prior actions, I could go on about that forever. But literally just, if you cut people off as often as you do, the problem isn't them. The problem's you. And I feel like that's something people don't know yet. And I feel like that's just something that needs to be out there, because I see it all the time. 
every single New Year's had me pissed because all these people like I'm cutting up all negativity and shit like that. And every anybody who wants to criticize me is I ain't gonna listen to them, which is yeah. fine. You don't have to listen to criticism, but if you want to grow, you're gonna listen to it yeah, and maybe absolutely. listen to some of it. Absolutely. But if it's bullying, just be like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> like, yeah. But it's just it's ignorance. Ignorance is what it is. Yeah. And ignorance does this thing too. Ignorance has, uh, I heard this from a man named Daryl Davis, and I love this man to death. He said, ignorance has three um, symptoms. Ignorance leads to fear, and fear leads to hatred, and hatred leads to destruction. And all th- those are symptoms that you can just, don't worry about it. Because symptoms, it's like putting, he said, like it's like putting a Band-Aid on a tumor. No, you have to go deep to the bone, and that's ignorance. Just you have to take everything one step at a time and every single decision that you make, you have to break it apart and really think about what you're doing. And sometimes I'm guilty of doing it. Everybody's guilty of doing it. But if you just constantly think about it, you learn so much in the long run. And that's something that I've definitely learned in between 2018 to 2020 at this very moment. You know what? I think that is the, that is the perfect ending to this part of the show. Um, before we, before we end, Kobe, I understand that you have a message that you want to say. I do, but at the same time, I wanted to get to my goals. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Brandon, you want to go ahead? You got one? Let's go ahead with you. We're running a bit long here. Yeah, my phone's on 15%, so we do gotta be wrapping it up. Um... For me, like I was saying earlier, um, I've learned from every mistake I have. I dropped out of a four-year, one of the best military colleges in the entire world. I dropped out of there because I was there and I was majoring in something I didn't really think I wanted to do. So I, I dropped out in December after just one semester, and I spent all of 2019 figuring out what I wanted to do. And I remember in the moment that I figured it out, I saw... Beartooth in April live and I knew from then on I wanted to be in music and um, I've been an electrician and a maintenance tech all this whole time I've been out of college but um, I'm working towards getting into music I'm going to start with with uh, stage setup stage lighting and sound and then obviously if you want to be in music 90% of people is to be an artist which obviously that's, I mean, that's one of mine. I think it'd be cool to be an artist one day, but since I think I'm fucking ass at singing or anything like that, I would love to be an engineer or a music producer one day. That's like my end goal. And I, I get told all the time by family, mostly they don't make a whole lot of money, blah, 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 blah. Okay. That is some total bullshit. If you're a, if you're a sound engineer, holy shit, you can make a bank. You can make bank. Yeah. <laughs> Like my two Especially pieces, if you do one for a uh, for a uh, like concert venue or something. Yeah, yeah. But I want to be either on a road crew with a band, or a music engineer producer. Maybe one day an artist. We'll see how that goes. That's probably that's one of them giant dreams. But uh, yeah, that's that's my biggest life goal for sure is to get into music and. Um, because I always, as a kid, I, I always loved listening to music since I was real little. I think the first artist that got me into music was um, Nickelback, oddly enough. But 
Nickelback was who got me into music. And uh, I always got told by family that you, you can't do anything in music. It's blah, 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 blah. And I got to the point that I literally stopped talking to most of my family for a very long time because of the negativity. And I just got to the point that I'm going to do what I want to do. And I've told them before. Like, they'll tell me all the time, we're trying to tell you this because we've learned from it. I don't care if you've learned. I want to learn from it. So give me a minute to learn from it and I'll get back with you. That's just how I am. So yeah, that's my biggest. I mean, if you want to get into music, you you live in like the perfect place to do that. We're in music city. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. If you, if you put your mind to it, you should be able to do it. I mean, you just got to take those first steps. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm working towards that right now. I actually have, uh, I got to send in my resume sometime this week to, I don't know if y'all know them, Blackhawk Audio. They do um, audio for venues in Nashville. I think that's going to be my way in. Okay. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I hope you get that, man. Yeah, because you're doing, if you're, if that's really what you want to do, you're already taking that first step, even considering it, you know what I mean? And yeah. thinking about and planning it out. Yeah, so, yeah. I've actually just started recently, um, I got my uncle's guitar, and I've actually just started recently trying to teach myself how to play guitar, which by the way is a very fucking hard thing to do, <laughs> but it is, yeah. I'm working towards it. Um, just keep your, keep your heart on it, man. That's something with me. Um, I've been playing guitar since eighth grade and I get pretty, uh, unmotivated whenever I see people that are worlds better than me that started when I did. But the thing is, I wasn't motivated enough to learn anything else past what I learned already. And that's something that I'm, I regret as well, but I'm not motivated enough now to pick it up and learn it again. It's just like, well, I should have, should have kept with it. But also if I was meant to do it, I would have kept doing it at the same time. Yeah. What about you, Brandon? You got the last life goal? Man, I've been <laughs> I've been so invested in listening to you guys, I haven't even thought of it. Um God. I don't know. I used to I used to think I wanted to be I used to think that I wanted to be a um like a lawyer or a doctor or one of one of those. And just, but I don't know. I, I could easily see you as a doctor. Uh, yeah. I think that's the one that I've shied away from the most. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I don't know. This podcast has made me really start thinking about things more than I used to. That's good, Because si- I mean, sitting every, here... Every, every now and then, you got to take a step I back know. and... and think about what you're doing and rethink what you want to do. I mean, that's what I literally took 2019 to do was take a step back. Cause I used to just want to go to the military and I wanted to be in military, this military, that, which I'm still thinking about, but I'm not as passionate about it as I used to be. Cause I, like I said, I saw Beartooth and from that moment on, I realized that doing music is possible for anybody after getting told my whole life that it's not. So. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. Sorry about that. Oh, I'm... No, I actually want to say okay. something about what you were saying, Kobe. I think that's like the 
the biggest motivation when people tell you that you can't do something your whole life and then literally one night will just change that completely and you see that Mm -hmm. people who are ignorant of the subject be proven wrong right before your eyes absolutely yeah sorry brand i didn't mean to interrupt you well Luckily, you get, you actually gave me gave me time to think about what I was gonna say. Uh, I was I was gonna say I never I never thought that I wanted to do anything with like audio or stuff, but but editing these these podcasts is just a joy for me. Like the the very first episode that we released, it took eight hours to edit that, and it it didn't it didn't feel like that at all. It was so it was so mm-hmm. fun. I don't know. I'm going. I'm going back to college this um this this next coming up fall, and I don't know. I'm I'm thinking about taking some some classes or something along those lines. I plan on going this year for music engineering as well. So I'm right there with you. Yeah. Where Where are you thinking about going? Honestly, I'm not real sure yet. It kind of depends on my military plans. If I if I, I do decide to go to the military or not, which I'm still really iffy on. I don't know. I think about it every day. Because if I do go, I can go to a four-year school and get it all paid for. But if I don't, I can use Reconnect and get a two-year. So I'm not real sure yet about where I'm going to go. I just, I just now I know what I want to go for, which is a really great feeling to have. Does Reconnect... Does reconnect um, cover cover like people who went to college and then are coming back right after? If you have to be a certain age, there's like three requirements that you have to be. You have to be one of them. There's a, it's a certain age, something else, and you have to. Or I think it's you have to be a certain age, a veteran, or married. Hmm. 20, you have to be hmm. 20, my wife just told me, you have to be 25, a veteran, I'm pretty sure it is, or married, and you can use Reconnect. Because I used one year of Tennessee Promise um, while I was in high school, so I already fucked that up for myself. But I can still use um, Reconnect now, now that I'm married. Hmm. Um. that... Reconnect is the same exact thing for as Tennessee Promise, but just for people that aren't at high yeah. school anymore. So, what was the? Uh, I've been thinking about it since uh, we we started discussing you being on the podcast, and you had a thing that you always wanted to talk about. What what, what is it? To close to close us? Yeah, we we I have mean, we have like a few things yeah. we have to fastly go through afterwards, but yeah, to close it. Okay, that that's good because my phone's on ten percent. <laughs> I just wanted to say, um, y'all y'all heard me talk about it earlier. My uncle's no longer with us. Um, he committed suicide back in twenty fourteen, and um, I've always wanted to say this publicly on a podcast or something. This, this is the biggest reason I've wanted to be on a podcast. If you're going through something mentally, you're dealing with mental health, depression, anxiety, et cetera, et cetera. Find somebody to talk to. That's the best thing I can tell you to do. It don't have to be a therapist or somebody like that. Find somebody you trust and love to talk to and always talk before you think you're going to do something stupid and take it day by day. That's the best advice I can give you is take it day by day. Have hope that the next day is going to be better. And even if you don't have hope, just think about tomorrow being better. And whether it is or not, 
you can still push through it and take it day by day and find somebody you love and trust to talk to and just push through it. I promise it'll get better and I promise you'll get through it. Yeah, that's a, I completely agree with every single bit of that. And especially if you're fighting with somebody and if you go to them, like despite if you like, if I'm going to, I'm going to get sappy. If you're fighting with somebody over something dumb and you're going through a lot of mentally and like an emotional things, even if it's like your best friend and you're arguing with them, if you go to them and they still help you out, it's, 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 it's crazy. Just reach out to people, mm-hmm. no matter the circumstances, Absolutely. just reach out. You're not alone. Just reach out. I have a really best friend of mine, Andrew Tobit, who we became friends because we were just texting, I think about a school project or some shit one night. And it was a night that I was really struggling with anxiety and he honestly saved my life that night. So that's, you just got to talk to people, man. I know it sucks and it may be hard to talk to people, but that's, that's what you got to do is just fucking talk to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And don't play it off. And when people, people say that they're actually struggling with something, don't play it off as like, Oh, they're just messing around. I never play it off. Never play it off. Like, especially if somebody's ranting on social media about it, do something about it. Cause that's a cry for help sometimes. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I've, I've been guilty of doing it. Just, if you see that, message them. Just be like, hey, you all right? I mean, don't take it to extreme because I'll tell you from experience, a lot of people like that, they don't want authorities to be involved or anything like that. They just want somebody to talk to. So just message exactly. them. Ask them if they're all right. If they say they're fine, that's that's good. But still, like, talk anything. Just, hey, how was your day today? Just a little shit like that will help somebody out a shit ton. Yeah, and there's a phrase too. There's a phrase you just—it's not even just a phrase. It's a—it's a—it's tr- a statement. It's true. And when you say it, you better mean it. I swear to God, you better mean it when you say this to somebody. And it's, it's somebody who, who, like, if somebody struggles with like serious depression and stuff like that as well, because um, half the time if they're upset, they wanna they wanna let it's. You go to them and you're like, hey, I understand you're upset and stuff. Is there anything I can do to help? But here's what you say to them. You always just let them know that you are there for them when they need you. Mm-hmm. And you better mean that when you say that to somebody. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, We've covered everything. In this podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the uh, the phone number to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline in the show notes as well. Uh, okay. But okay. yeah, um, Kobe, you mentioned that people don't want the authorities to be involved. Um, I've heard I've heard a lot of people whenever they talk about the the that hotline, they think that the authorities are going to be called on them. But no, um, they don't yeah. they don't have any any way to to do that unless they truly think that you're you're in danger of hurting yourself or hurting somebody they're not going to call anybody they're just going to sit and they're going to talk to you yeah they're they're just, they're just there f- to, for you to talk to whenever you need someone you can call them you can call them do your little hello and then you could just blow their ear up with all the bullshit going on and they're going to be there to listen to it all yeah well, um, yeah, I, I, I guess that that about wraps us up. I, uh, there's a there's a few things that I I forgot to mention in 
in um, house cleaning earlier. Um, uh, for one thing, uh, thank you, thank you f- to Alex Barber who who did the the new um, the new artwork on on this show. And um, if anyone if anyone thinks that they can make some something better then you can always email it at us we'll um we'll look at them all and i just wanted to thank say thank you to Kristen, who did did the runner up one um yeah yeah that's all i have to say about that um me and nate are going to go see birds of prey tomorrow and we're going to record a bonus episode to this one and we're going to post that on Wednesday, so um, two days after you guys listen to this one. And with that, I, I, I think that ends it. Um, I just wanted to say thank you to Kobe for giving us two and a half hours of his time. You didn't. You really didn't have to do that. No problem. It's been a joy having you on here. Um, is there anything, is there anything it, that you want to say before we go? Uh, follow me on Instagram, KDE66, KDE, and Facebook, Kobe Evans. I'm not letting anybody on my Snapchat. Fuck y'all. <laughs> um, and, uh, shout out, shout out to my group chat, The Fucking And yeah, that's about it. All right. Nate, All got right. anything to say before we go? Um, Thank you for listening. I said a lot of stuff that I actually just let out off of my chest, so I appreciate everybody who listens. So thank you. And thank you, Kobe, for coming on. I really appreciate it. No problem. I hope y'all have me again. Yeah, and and thank you thank you to all the people who actually got this far into the podcast. I know I know it's a it's a very long one, but I think I think this one was really good. And um, you can follow Kobe on Instagram. I'll have that in the show notes. And you can also follow myself at Brandon Texelot on Instagram and at B Texelot on Twitter. And you could follow Nate at Nate. <laughs> uh, oh, I figured you were gonna say it. Master Nate seventeen on Instagram. Alright, I guess I guess that's that's all for us this week thank you um thank you so much again for listening and thank you kobe for coming on uh see you all on wednesday i guess